Warning. This is a world of heroes and villains, of adventure and adversity, of love and death. The characters portrayed in these stories come from varied walks of life, not all of them healthy, and the journey ahead is dangerous. Sessions may include strong language, suggestive situations, alcohol or drug use, depictions of violence against anyone and everyone, speciesism, classism, social elitism, self-harm, slavery, and death of characters or NPCs. The world can be a dark place, and sometimes bad things happen to good people. If these things make you uncomfortable, you may want to consider alternative listening, but ultimately, only you can decide whether or not this is the show for you. If it isn't, you're under no obligation to say, we hope you find what you're looking for. If it is, then we hope you enjoy the show. Please. And, gentlemen, hello, welcome to Vanadia, the Festival of Life, Day 2. Apologies for the late start. Um, we're going to wrap up a few uh, character tweaks here while we give our last few people an opportunity to catch up, and then we will get this underway. Um, Lettering, you reached level 5 yesterday, or last session, rather. Um... At level five as a fighter. As a practitioner of the hit things till they die from at school. Um, yes, you gain a new ability, and I think you will like this. So I will go ahead and send you the fineries and vagaries. Woohoo! I forgot I can do shadow puppets. All I'm doing in the background now. I've just got like a dog. Worf, worf, worf. Worf, worf. Worf, worf. Multiple vacuum blades. Heck. So, um, Evane does not get another ability to level five. Um, our uh, resident. Um, horse. Bell Dame. Just call me a whore. No. Uh, she is? No, she's not. That, that, that has so many derisive connotations to it. I don't, I don't like it. She sells herself for money. She works hard for the money. Yes. She better treat her right. Working Calling her a whore is not treating her right. I, Sex I, work is work. Exactly. Is I will work. die on this hill. She <laughs> calls herself a whore. Okay, yeah, but, you know, she doesn't harlot, need that. Fine, 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 fine. Harlot, harlot. Okay. Lady of the evening. Yeah. No, she's a lady of any time of day, if you pay her enough. Lady on the streets, demon on the sheets, all right? Um, not yet. I don't know about that. Um, let's It'll see depend here. on how she turns out. Uh, what level is uh, Darius? Uh, level three. Okay, your next ability is at four. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, we will go ahead and continue with the system. For um, last time, I want everybody to roll initiative. And we will allow that to dictate the turn order through the course of events here. That seems to be a good system yesterday. Or last time. Why do I keep saying yesterday? Uh-huh. It was yesterday in game world. Fair. Yeah. Our team. Well, you know, it is your first real sleep in a while, so. <laughs> Reluctant to surrender. 69. 69. Nice. 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 <laughs> nice. All right. 69. What'd you get, huh? Yeah. 49. 49. Uh, also a 49. 
Okay, uh, Blam and Den, roll a d6. We'll see who tops. Okay. One. All right. So then... Uh, that d6 has been retired and is in jail now. All right, then. All right, so Blam, you will you will take the seat of power on that one. So no. the day starts with the fuzzy one. A letter in um, after a night of drinking and eventual debauchery. Um, you awake in bed alone, but um, you feel amazing. Like you feel ten years younger. And, like, there's no hangover. Like, it's just, you know, I don't know why, but today seems like it's going to be a great day. So what do you do? First off, sit there and be shocked at the fact that I don't have a hangover, considering he knows he drank a lot last night. But perhaps your companion took it with her when she left. You cupless heathen, I saw that. But so uh, first thing he's going to do, get up, go downstairs, try to grab a bite to eat. Okay. Which, um, who's a godless heathen? Might be me. I don't know. I said you coupless heathen. Oh, well, yeah. Duh. <laughs> I'm the only one who consumes things that are sour in this house anyway. So whatever. So uh, you head downstairs. Do you recall which um, establishment you called home? You made home in last night. I don't. Um, you helped her back to her room. That's right. So yep. we're gonna say it was at the. Uh, we're gonna say it's at the Silver Platter. Um, so you, uh, make your way downstairs, um, the kitchen is clattering away, uh, the smells of assorted food are rolling out into the rest of the establishment. Uh, you, uh, take a seat at the bar or take a seat at the table? Bar. Okay, you pull up at the bar a, uh, uh, rakishly handsome gentleman with, uh, dark hair and, uh, a permanent case of five o'clock stubble comes up to you and says, Morning, sir. What can I get you? Uh, just some bacon and eggs. Be fine. All right. Uh, got some coffee, too. Absolutely. I'll get that to you right now. He uh, sidles off, brings you back a cup of hot coffee, and says, Breakfast will be up in just a moment. Appreciate it. Okay. Next on the list is Blam. Um, a night on the couch is a is a restful place, most unbefitting of a man of your stature. And yet here you are in the honeymoon suite, asleep on the chemise, while uh, uh, the young princess lies there snoring most unladylike. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> not actually. I mean, you know, the not needing to breathe is a thing. Um, but, you know, she she is still as death. Um, you know, her, her skin is cold as death. Pajamas. Yes. Uh, uh, Ajax is going to try to get in. Fantastic. Um, but she is, she is asleep and you, sir, 
have reached your uh, requisite sleep cycle. What? Uh, I'll wait for her to wake up, and in the meantime, uh, just do do my daily maintenance. Okay. He's got to curl that mustache. Eh. <laughs> exactly. Five thousand strokes. Only the finest of wax. Uh-huh. I'm yes, so mad exactly. I can't grow one. I mean, Practice, technically can I can, but it is very peachy. Um. Okay. I wish I could. Girl mustache. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert, dude. <laughs> um. Why don't uh, you go and fuck yourself? Wow. <laughs> Language, young lady. Um, uh, then, uh, as you are awaiting and doing your morning preparations, um, Philo, the morning comes upon you. Um, you awake with, uh, a firm yet comforting, uh, man's bosom for a pillow, an arm around your shoulder. Oh, so he actually stayed for cuddles this time and isn't reading a book. You've expressed an opinion. I have. Has he uh I mean to be fair as you look over at him, he's reading with his other hand, but Okay. I'll probably stay cuddle for a bit. Try not to make it apparent that I'm awake. Like check out what he's reading. <clears throat> you uh, know, that sneaky thing where you kinda lay there and you look at the other person's phone while they're scrolling through it. Certainly. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a book on alchemical principles, transitions of precious metals. It is um, in a common, but the uh, the the names and principles it discusses are. Um, it's unfamiliar. written in chemistry. Yeah, yeah, it's written in chemistry. Got it. It's almost a language on its own. Yeah. It's, tec- it's technically English, but ugh, chemistry. Hey, hey, welcome back, you hey, Jax. Hey. I'm so sorry. It's hey. all good, man. I was running behind today, too. It ain't no thing. Mm-hmm. I muted myself, said hello, and then was like, wait, no, I'm muted. <laughs> all right, I will put you in uh, the order of uh, um, initiative after Digia. So um, we'll get you okay. in and rolling momentarily. And then we'll keep an eye out and see if um, anybody else pops up and decides to come play. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. 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 Uh. Cuddles, and then tell him that we should go get breakfast after we bathe and shower and each other and love. Blah blah blah. If it pleases you. Also, need to have a quick conversation. But you All know right. that can wait until we walk out. All right. So you begin your morning ablutions with the assistance of your handsome young lord. Oh, of course. Alright. Um, Vane. You you drift into consciousness after sleeping like the dead, literally and figuratively. I kinda I set myself up and I look around at all the, the dirt that is now in the bed and in my hair. Um, Darius, uh the princess has awoken. And if you've ever seen those memes about uh, Merida from Brave, mm-hmm. when she gets up in the morning, 
Oh, uh, what? How did how did how did DJ describe it? She appears to be something of a leggy cloud right now. It's it's literally just like poof of hair and a pair of legs. She has she has hair down to like just underneath her ass. It's like and it's curly, so it's like hair, hair everywhere. She is the Lorax. She speaks for the trees. I see. Trashy rested well. Throw trash on the ground. I'll break your fucking knees. All right. Anyway. Anyway, she she gets she gets up and she, she kind of makes a face at her sheets and like shakes her hair out. You know that scene in the Breakfast Club where like she does the drawing and then shakes her dandruff onto it to make snow. Yes. She does that only with dirt onto her sheets. It appears and she missed your commentary, Darius. Uh, I trust you rested well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was grand. Is there a cleaner way of doing this? Because I feel like I'm going to get into trouble for all the dirt on the sheets. Uh, I mean, a small concern, but I don't know, maybe in a stuffed animal. Never really thought to do it myself. Starts but... a, she starts eyeballing her teddy bear. The one that she has left in her now open suitcase. Right next to the frilly princess pom-pom sleepy. But once she's shaken the worst of the dirt out of her hair, if there isn't like a bathroom where she can like wash herself and wash her hair properly in the hotel room, she'll start like grabbing her cleaning stuff to prep for going to a bathhouse. There, there like, is a, there are limited facilities within the uh, the hotel here. Um, you have the honeymoon suite, so there are side by side basins. And you need only ring, and they will bring you hot water. However, if you would like more spacious accommodations for sanitation, you'll need to go to one of the public bathhouses. Right. So the the basins in the room are they enough to like have like a full wash, or is it like you know? It's more of a bird bath thing. A quick top and tail. Yeah. PTA. Probably not going to fit all of her hair into it in order to wash it then. It'll soak it up like a sponge. Yeah, you'll just yeah. put on some awkward water weight. Yeah, gain it, gain twice her her own weight in in water, just in her hair. But anyway, she she's probably going to like announce to the the room at large that she is going to go in search of a bathhouse, sift through the the luggage for something that does not look like it was designed for a five year old hold up the worst of it and just be like, I swear to fucking God, my dad still thinks I'm about four years old. And start shoving the little girly things into a bag. Darius, you've not seen that many bows and lace on a single garment since the olden days when the villagers would offer up the newborns for your blessing. Mm -hmm. You might want to do a spot of clothes shopping at some point. I'm, I'm going to sell most of these. There has yeah. to be some frilly, girly lady around here somewhere who would wear them. But in the meantime, she holds up the two plainest dresses she has. And she goes, purple or blue? Uh, I think blue. Cool. She puts the purple one back and 
has like she puts on something plain until she's had a bath because she doesn't really see the point in putting clean clothes on a dirty body so she'll like she'll put the blue one in a separate bag and have like a, a separate bag stuffed with all the shit she's getting rid of excellent okay um Preparations of dress made, and then uh, one or both of you head out to the public bath. Correct. Yep. Alrighty then. Um, Ajax, my man. Yes. Um, uh, a bit of a a bit of some heavy drinking happened last night. What with uh, the celebration of this new weight in your purse. Um. So the morning finds you somewhat hungover. But um, still fairly gilded and uh, ready for day two of this 10-day eight-day festival. Cool. Well, as Ajax gets up in the morning all, like, slightly hungover with a slight headache and stuff, he's kind of, he walks off to the Enchantner spot for more, like, if he has any more jobs for him to make some more um, Ethereum. Orum. 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 All right. I like the name Ethereum. Hold on. Wait, where's that from? That's a game. Yeah, I was going to say that's familiar. Yeah, it it sounded really familiar. All right. Um, You uh, uh, you get up and you get dressed. You you um, you you find. you you find that you reek a bit of alcohol from the night and the sweats that come with it. Oh, you, your your clothes are just just shy of flammable. It would seem. You get used to it. Well then, sh- shit. I need to go get some new clothes. Then it seems like. So, is there any like merchant like merchandise store around? Uh, there, there are a handful of shops you might peruse. Although, um, uh, um, a more quick and effective method for you may be the public bathhouse. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I'll head right over to the public public bathhouse. All right. Um, fuzzy, my man. Um, breakfast is set in front of you. The bacon is damn near a half inch thick. And sizzling, and um, the eggs are massive and fluffy. That's not fair. Fluffy! So. They're, they're scrambled or are they fried? The eggs. Scrambled. I, they're scrambled, I guess. So I'm going to dig in. Just okay. enjoy my morning. Look around. Uh, is there anybody else down here with me? Um, at the moment, you spot. Um, Evane and Darius making their way down from the uh, stairs above. Making our way downstairs. Just <laughs> thinking about it. Gotta go, babe. Cannot see my reflection now. Um, she can't. Yes, yeah, she can. Okay. Oh, seeing them coming down, I'll be like, "Hey, I seen y'all last night at the thing with the with that guy that really shouldn't have been there." Right, right. Hey. Come on, right there, bud. Amazingly, yeah. I was expecting to stay in bed until at least half past noon, but 
No, I'm feeling great today. Yeah, pull up a seat, have a bite. <laughs> they exchange glances. <laughs> Evade looks at his bacon and eggs, and it's just like it's good, like <laughs> perfectly crispy, like not burnt, not too. Why soft. must you charge me like this? <laughs> You're not vegetarian or anything. I, I, I'm sure they got something for you. I mean, I'm, I'm not anymore, I suppose. I mean, I don't think blood counts as vegetarian, right? Wait, could what? be vegetarian, though. Shut up, Meg! Gross. Gross. My mouth is my mouth is all 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 everywhere. Not literally. <laughs> I'm taking myself a hole. Okay. Wait, did you say blood? Oh yeah, it's not actually written across my forehead, is it? Yeah. I'll pull up a seat anyway. I don't give a damn. Um. I don't know. Do they have the appropriate appropriate drinks? I presume not. No, not not here. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll have to secure our breakfast at another time. Uh, but if you're looking to uh, clean off the grime, I hear the public bathhouse is the place to be these days. Unless you want like a spit bath. Uh. No, that actually sounds like a good idea. Just let me wolf this down real quick. I'll, I'll head out with you if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Finish, finish your breakfast. We'll, we'll all go forth. Philo, um, you and uh, you and your uh, uh, compatriot have done the most of becoming civil that you can do in the uh, in the uh, confines of the of the hotel's. Uh, Kazi with its basins and whatnot. Hair up or down? Up. Up. Okay. High ponytail time. I never wear it like this. A little change is good. Besides, it's not as if there's any way you could present yourself where you wouldn't be a vision. I could cut all of my hair off right now. Ha, got you. And she'll <laughs> head downstairs. All right. As you're uh, heading, he says, I believe you said you wanted to converse. Mm. Oh, yes. Um, do you have any dealings with uh, the, the compromise or is that only for the other nobles? What do you mean? Do you have any say? Oh, as to whether or not the, uh, the royals will... Uh, We'll go yay or nay with this uh, noir character and his toxic piece. Yeah. I'm a low-level noble. I rescinded my position and authority over Miradini. I found it uh, interfered with my two great passions in life to find myself beholden to the city and its catacombs. Do you have any sway with the rest of the nobles? Maybe a dashing little darling who now you may have caught the eye of. 
perhaps. What uh, what sort of uh, leverage are you looking for? I think there should be a compromise made. Give them land, give them rights. Maybe, you know, give the rest of the Demi Folk rights while you're at it. And uh, they give us our people back. I think it's wise. I think that this battle is a fallacy, given the nature of how things are so soon after the False King's War, if they truly push, humanity will be on the losing side of this. I'll uh, make my opinions known, but whether or not they take any weight is entirely up to them and the nobles. The royals are uh, another thing entirely. Some of them are vain, full of themselves. Others are dedicated blood and soul to Ariadna and her quest for justice. And others just have deep, deep hatred for the things they've lost already. Why don't we give them the, uh, the area of the Crimson Isle, you know, Blood Harbor, west of the mountains? It's certainly worth an offer. Um, I know that there's a fairly large Danuki city out there, and Blood Harbor mm-hmm. itself was coined by the second demon lord after he murdered them. so many people that they stained the sand red. But... We could bring them in then, give them a huge... Uh... Around uh, Albrey, perhaps? I don't think it's a bad idea, Philo, my dear. Talk to your people. I, mean, I will. He, uh, he leans in and he kisses you on the temple. He says, never let it be said, I don't privy your mind as much as I do any other part of you. Yeah, well, these legs didn't grow themselves, so let's go. At breakfast. Indeed. Go get yourself some food. I'll go see if I can circulate some opinions. Okay. Thank you, love. Um, Philo and her companion come downstairs at this point. Um, her uh, associate is obviously reluctant to let go of her hand before he smiles at her and makes his way off. And she finds herself in the bar of the Silver Platter. Um, Eladrin currently learning to breathe bacon and scrambled eggs. And um, Darius and Evane sitting by um, Darius. Darius people watching, Evane bacon watching. And coffee. And coffee. A lettering. Hey, Philo. Princess. It comes out as more of a hair finger. (laughs) (laughs) Charming as always. Your Majesty. Oh, yeah. This bacon is divine. You gotta try it. Uh, I I don't think you understand. Um, Those of us vegetarian, we can't (laughs) eat meat. Well, we'll get sick. Or for me. It smells wonderful, though, I think. I don't know. May all your bacon burn. Joke's on you. I like burnt bacon. I heard it's like um, rice crackers. The crispier they are, the better. Mm. May it burn to the point of pure utter blackness. 
speed right, it's basically just charcoal. <laughs> just literally leaning over. Yvette <laughs> <laughs> oh, is just salty about the fact that she can't eat. <laughs> you can't take the swine from me. <laughs> uh, I'll just Somewhere in another universe, Birdo is like, someone's <laughs> eating bacon. Break a lot more at your service. <laughs> Meanwhile, Break a lot another more universe. on the silver platter more. <laughs> don't make me dip into last night's vocal choices oh, see. like a lot of more here like uh, a lot of more at your service sir oh god it's here too no run <laughs> like a lot of more after about a hundred years of smoking 50 a day mm. And living in New York for a bit with an Italian grandma. I'm walking here! Alright, moving. Anyway. And then I'll follow them. Eladrin, have you hoovered your food yet? Yes. We're going to the bathhouse. You want to come? Yes. Ajax, um, you are making your way down when you hear the discussions about bathhouses from a the familiar lot in the room. Hey, I'm heading down there too right now. Can I join y'all? Yeah. More of the merrier. Party bathhouse. Cool. I would separate it. Funny how we all ended up in the same place. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we all did kind of uh, go off and do our own thing for a bit. So Very I don't even know how I got here. So. But you got here. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. You and um, uh, 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 hold please, hold please, hold please, hold please. Anybody you else hear modem noise? <laughs> did you and Lorna have a good night? What Lady did I do? Lorna, you left with her. As you, as you, um, as your brain kind of rolls back, um, you have, um, you have a, uh, you have a moment where the image of her face comes back to you. Um, a la your DMs. Hmm. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, it, it it was quite nice. Lovely woman. Anyway, bathhouse. My hair isn't going to wash itself. The uh, uh, barman stops by and he goes, "Uh, uh just just to to verify, you do know there's two in town." What's the difference? Well, um. The uh, the uh, the the weary traveler is the everyman's bathhouse. It's free for public usage, you know, for the sake of sanitation and everything. However, for those who are more concerned about their mingling, 
there is another one called the Empyrean Oasis up in the Artisans District. It's um, a little more of the um, he gestures with the pinky off. Mm. I can we'll guess which there. one we'll pick, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't picture Philo here jumping in the muck with the pigs. Oh, it's not just me. The princess is here. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. you're a princess? Huh. Yeah, she's the princess of the elves. Honestly, I don't really give a shit as long as the the men's baths and the women's baths are separate. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh we'll go up there. And you said that was in the uh the artisan district? Yes. Just go out until you get to the higher buildings, the uh ceramic roof tiles, you know, everything that screams I've got more money than I know what to do with on a given day. Lovely, that's just me. And she'll slap down a thirty orum tip for him. How much are you for the bacon and eggs? Uh, seven. So, uh, he throws down ten even. Thank you, sir. If Ben kind of glances at the, the barman and he's like, if, if the housekeepers find, find a bit of dirt on the sheets, I'm sorry. You know what? It's a party. We don't judge. I haven't still. I'm sorry. You say what happens in the honeymoon states wait what happens in the honeymoon suite stays in the honeymoon suite. We don't judge. If Ed looks at a legend, not a legend. (laughs) If Ed looks at Darius and it's like, sounds like things start really. Never mind. And she just walks away. No, 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 no! Get back here. (laughs) The group makes its way out into the crowded streets of the city. Um. Again, the the town is in full swing. Uh, Bards in the street with performers, fire jugglers, house panthers. Um, uh, All manner of celebration is live and rife within the city's confines. You, um... We follow the path of gentrification. Yes, um, there's a clear change in the financial picture of the city as you go down one side street. Things become nice, very nice. You pass a place called the Ivory Rose that has a uh, um, a sword, filigreed sword, that looks like it wouldn't be strong enough to take into battle, but uh, remarkably well-constructed, posed in the window as you make your way through. Um, a few spots up, you come across the Empyrean Oasis, a very large white marble-faced uh, public bathhouse. Um, there's a, a little flower garden out front being tended. Uh, you know, this this region of town has uh, cleaners and janitorial sort employed by the city going around mopping the streets, polishing this, that, and the others. Shall we? Mm-hmm. Lead the way. Walk like you on the place. Uh, your group moves in. If I know right, it does that naturally. Um, as you go in, you pass a uh, elvish woman. You pass an elvish woman. Uh, she has uh, a selection of perfumes and oils and other potions, notions, tinctures, and the like to take into the bath. Um, 
and all that. She smiles at your group as you come through. Um, her dress is uh, for Evan and Philo. It's traditional elven style, so it's very lacy and nice, but certainly not to the standard of the finery that you see in human cities. She would almost be um, a solicitor standing here selling these things, trying to make her own way uh, separate of the bath. Um, at the table up ahead, uh, there is a gentleman of clearly noble uh, birth, black hair, um, a very nice uh, doublet with a frilled collar and all that. He says, Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the Empyrean Oasis, the finest slice of heaven you'll find in the city. Take it, you'd like to peruse our facilities? I should tell you, we've just cleaned the saunas and the hot spring. Saunas? A mere hundred orum? And your ticket to uh, luxury awaits. Yep, I'll cover everybody. So that's 500. Uh, she'll drop. And then she's going to run. You don't have to do that, Philo. I'm, yep, I'm done. Not... The money's already on the counter. Uh, she's going to run back over to the little elven lady and be like, um, anything like floral, not too sweet. Uh, she said she uh, smiles and she hands you a small vial of um, oil and she says my grandmother's recipe she grew up amongst the roots of the great city tree whereabouts destroyed long past by the demon lord only in memory now sorry Um, and she'll put 50 orum on the plate for her Okay, she smiles and she says, thank you for your patronage. A letter in will go up to her. Do you have any argan oil? She uh, fishes around and pulls out a small vial of it. Yeah. How much I owe you? She says, well, it's simply 15, but if you find yourself in a means to offer more, it is appreciated. Hey, drops down 25. She smiles and says, thank you for your patronage, noble sir. I'm sorry, what were you saying, did you? I heard an Evane does. Uh, this is a, the, all of the, the paying stuff happened before Evane even had a chance to react, so she kind of just stood there like... <laughs> okay, then, I guess. And she actually brought her, her own, like, washing things with her because presumably, like, her mother... And a small army of people who serve the royal family packed her bag for her. Oh, yeah. So she has, like, a bag of of things that are necessary for one's daily ablutions. Certainly. She, she kind of, she peeks in it and, she, like, it, I, it's, haven't deci- I haven't it's, decided yet whether it smells like children's products or not yet. Probably children's products. It probably smells fruity. Drive-by Philo is grabbing Yvain and pulling her through the doorway, by the way. 
Right? <laughs> it's kind of looking back at the set at the girl with all the the products that probably smell more like they would suit a grown woman, and it's like, uh, can it, are you sure I can't just uh, okay? Oh, if you need that, I've got plenty for both of us. Well, she hold, she holds the bag up to, to Philo, and she's like, "Smell that, and tell me whether you think I want to use that or not." It smells like a fruit sundae. Uh, so. It's like something that I would bathe in as a child. Um, yeah, this is what happens when your parents pack your bags for you. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, you know, you shine rings always so chaste and pure. And you don't get a taste of the uh, adult life until far later on. I've got plenty for the both of us. Come on. All right. And she'll shove what she has into Yvain's hands to all right. You go past the main desk. Um, the room, di- the, the hall diverges. There is a, uh, uh, like, etched into the wall, gents on one side and ladies on the other. Or rather, I should say lords and ladies. You know what they do for those who don't like them? Um... Is there another? Maybe? Or maybe they're allowed to decide which one they feel more comfortable going into. Like, it's not strictly, you know, man parts in one side and lady parts in the other. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, we just had a really similar uh, case like that back in my hometown like about 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, boy. An interesting conversation that echoes down the hallway as you, uh, as the three gentlemen of the group, are left standing on their own outside. Have fun! You too. The letterin's going to go straight for the hot springs. All right. Same thing. Yeah, Ajax is going to go straight for the hot springs. All right. So um, the voice room smells like musk and axe body spray. <laughs> uh, you go in that way. There is a for a both of a busty lady on the changing room wall, drawn no, with marker and crayon. No, no, it's a painting. <laughs> it's Come a very well crafted painting of yeah. a busty lady. Um, it's a whole line of tapestries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, Some low relief frescoes on both sides, both men's and women's. There is a room. Uh, that is labeled sauna, and then there's a room labeled spring, and then there is a room labeled bath. Um, the sauna is a large open stone space with wooden benches and a great brazier in the center of it, uh, blistering away, filling the room with um, hot steam that smells kind of like sandalwood and sandalwood and leather and uh, that that scent that smell that accompanies hot uh hot uh earthen air um the ladies of course the the scents are much more gentle and um floral um the spring is uh for the gents it is uh a an uh open air affair um just literally a rock pool um the water steams uh, with heat, it is warm and just a little on the uh, high pH side, so it uh, it uh, it works in 
for the muscles. Um, for the ladies, uh, it is open air, but there is a uh, kind of a, a gossamer shroud over the top of it so that no one can scale up and peek. Um, aside from that. Full of what, whatever Yvain could get into her hands first if they did anyway. So. Um, a comfortable setup. And then the bath itself is a tiled space with a good, great huge basin that's a couple hundred feet square um, full of hot water and stools for washing, rinsing yourself and things like that. Um, both sides are uh, occupied by other people than just yourselves. However, they are uh, split by genders. By most literal binary genders. Well, people come in the hot tub. 20 feet apart because they're not. No. Maybe they are. <laughs> but is it um, a time machine? God, I hope not. Um, Darius, Eleteran, and Ajax. What do you do with this? Uh, you know, which which uh, relative state of uh, of heat, soak, and soothe do you find yourselves? Oh, I mean. Even just all things considered, a veteran's going to have some sore muscles and stuff. Just a lifetime of built-up tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to so, say a real good soak. Yeah, so he's just going to get down into that water and love life for as long as he can sit in there. All right. So yeah. It's, it's, uh... Oh, good. I was going to say Ajax is doing something similar with all his forearms because he's still a little bit hungover. For, so he has like kind of like that dead zombie body feeling, you know, still. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to – so he wants to get into that warm water and just relax in there. A sauna would do you wonders. Sweat out the, uh, the toxins from the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Set the sauna on fire with the alcohol. <laughs> all right. How about Darius? Um, I will also take a nice long soak. Um, I do inquire, what is it that you two do for a living? I'm a blacksmith. Run my own shop. Congratulations. I am also a blacksmith. And, but I'm more so, I travel a lot around. Uh, So you apprentice where you can, that kind of thing. Yeah. I believe it with your build. What do you do for a living, Darius? I travel quite a bit myself. I've uh, fallen into a spot of bounty hunting here and there. Maybe some small time adventuring. Have either of you considered you? Uh, the, uh, the adventuring lifestyle? I have considered at one point, um, I'm currently kind of doing that right now, making some RM, going around, traveling, seeing if anyone needs some jobs. I'm more open to the idea now. I've sat still for long enough, I think. It's always good to move around a little bit. Uh, I do find myself in the position of having to look over the young lady, but 
uh, only for a time until she gets her feet under her, so to speak. Um, there is a general chatter to be had amidst the other people in the the hot bat in the uh, in the hot spring as as well. There are some nobles over there talking about um, uh, the fine ladies they've seen making their way about. Um, uh, one of them is clearly mentioning is clearly describing Philo from uh, from things. Tips uh, for dice. Damn legs, though. Um, they do not lie. And a general chatter as it goes on. Um, there's a couple of them who are quietly conversing amongst themselves about the peace talks the night before, and um, the sheer audacity this man, uh, this uh, this man, this stranger noir coming up and expecting the the royal families to break bread and make friendly with this uh, low-born trollkin swine demon lord. His head should be on a pike along with the rest of them. And the, the kind of intolerance of demi-human species you expect to hear from people who grew up on silver spoons. Mm. Um, but for the most part the people here are set and comfortable in their own conversations in that way chatter chatter and the like um, the heat and uh, the constant tingle of the uh, spring um, gets to uh, a lettering and um, Ajax and the group uh moves themselves down to the bathhouse itself for the actual cleanup. Um, the facilities are nice. When you walk in, there's a, a man standing at the door who extends outward to each of you a pair of towels and a uh, basin to to rinse yourself. Perfect. And uh, the space out here is fairly large that your group is allowed its own respective comfortable little pocket. I mean, there's there's a good 30 people in here, but it's so spacious that you guys are, you guys would have to go and make a point of wanting to be chatty in order to draw anyone else into the conversation. Right, right. <clears throat> right on. Well, the literate's just going to get busy with scrubbing down and rinsing off. Scrubbing dub dub. Yep, yep. Geralt in the bathtub. Robert Ducky, you're <laughs> the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Robert Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. <laughs> killing time waiting for Digi to come back. I'm I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. Okay, well you're invisible. I don't know these things. Um so meanwhile, on the other side of the universe, um Philo and Avane are comfortable in their own respective bath spaces. Do you take yourselves to the sauna, to the hot spring, or to the wash? Yvonne is is heading straight to wash herself because I feel like she probably did not shake out her hair well enough and she's like occasionally dropping the odd bit of dirt from her hair. 
Okay. So she's she's going to she's going to wash herself first before she does anything else. I'll go with her. Somebody you go with keep an eye on her. Yeah. Okay. Um, <coughs> again, the area the near, is the nearest bucket of water and dunks her head straight into it. <laughs> um, you you go into the other side of things. As I said, there are a great number of people here. There's a handful of women. Sitting in the bath, their attendants are there washing their hair. Some of them are, are having it braided and held up so that it's not in their way while they're taking care of their ablutions. Um, when you walk in, the servant by the door hands each of you a pair of towels and a basin. Thank you. She does not make eye contact or speak. Well, um, let's get you washed up all uh, after you get your hair. I have a method that we can put your hair in so that the curls are more like refined and not all over the place. Yeah, it might be good. Yeah. My hair is always all everywhere. Yeah. She, she runs her hand through it, gets stuck for a couple of seconds and a pin falls out of it. She's like, oh, I've been looking for that for weeks. Do you happen to have like any white brushes, combs, or anything? She she mentions to the lady who handed them a washman. She uh, she shakes her head. And I I have I have one. It's yeah, just, but... it, it doesn't stay detangled for very long. I'll help you. <laughs> Philo's just gonna like usher her on and push her towards the bath. Okay. And I have returned with my vampire repellent. There you. The audacity. Um, Lion, the witch, and the audacity of this bitch. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You, uh, it takes (laughs) a good, uh, a good hour to um, make any sense of the Lorax. Um, but there's one thing I'm good at it's things on people so hair we're doing that just like light little pleated braids all over just to hold it and set it while it dries out after being washed okay um, yeah like I said you and um, you, you spend a good hour sorting Evane out normally Evane your family would have people to do this to help you and, or you would be on the road, and then it was just kind of a thrown into a braid. Yeah. Now it's in like hundreds of little braids, all being held together by like loose ends of hairs. I don't have anything to tie them off with right now, but once they dry out, we'll take them out, shake your hair out, and then boom, ringlets. Yvain pulls a, a little sachet out of her, her wash bag and it's just like full of little little bands that are used to tie hair. There's a separate bag with an unreasonable amount of ribbons and shit and she, she kind of looks at it and very carefully puts it down on the nearest table, pushes it away from her and she now pretends that that no longer exists. I'm just going to go through it really quick and see if there are any like sheer ribbons in it. 
they're all varying shades of pink. Disgusting. Ugh. Yeah, no, it pushes it, it, it further away. It looks like it looks like a child. It looks like a child's princess birthday party vomited in that bag. Uh, we've we've got some time after we finish here to uh, waste before the next meeting with the demon lord. If you want to go to that, um, I can take you around, and we can probably get rid of this stuff and. Find you some more appropriate clothing. We might have to. Eyes. I have a gra- I have a grand total of tree dresses with me that are in any way suitable for somebody over the age of five. Okay, and I take it you uh, plan to attend the ball at the end of this. Oh shit! There's a ball. Yes, fancy dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose I should probably get something for that. We'll take care of you after this. And Philo will just go back to like dunking her head underwater and like scrubbing <laughs> out the bubbles. Casually totally waterboarding. <laughs> That's my new band name, Casual Waterboarding. Yep. <laughs> oh. Excellent. I'll be taking applications for uh, for for bandmates after the show. Guitarist. Um, sweet. I'm your synth player. Excellent. Yeah, everybody needs synths. Yes. I will play the triangle. Perfect. Never discount a good triangle. All right. Um or the spoons. Yes. No hard work no hard working American should live without more cowbell. Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Walken. <laughs> um all right. Um come the end of all this chicanery and process. Um the gents and the ladies exit your respective bath regions back into the main area. Um, Ajax, your headache is gone and you're feeling rather loosey-goosey. Eleteran, you are um, uh, free of aches and it, it's it's been a lovely soak. Uh, Darius, also a very lovely experience, one you've not had for quite a long while. Evane mm-hmm. um, and Philo enter from the other side. Evane uh, has uh, benefited from the cautious hand of her would-be teacher there. Excuse me, I'm being mauled by a panther. Um, Get away with the winch. Um, And, uh... Get behind me, foul fiend. Exactly. She she has a... Well, Philo's been doing her hair, so she has a very, a very shapely and adult-style hair, and... She is dressed like a 14-year-old <laughs> on her way to a party. As opposed to a six-year-old. Yes. But it is evident that everybody feels much better after having killed an hour or two in the bath. Philo is more stressed than when she came in. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't the one that was waterboarded, though. Yeah, if Aid still can't hear properly because she has water in her ears. Yeah, you're fine. Well, um, I am going to take the princess here to find some more appropriate clothing for her age. What are the rest of you going to do? I haven't thought that far ahead, honestly. Just kind of going with the flow of things. Thank God I don't have to do it. (laughs) 
And if, if each of you want to take some of these, she starts like pulling out ridiculously expensive, but extremely childish dresses and starts handing them out. Like if you want to sell these and, you know, take some money for them, you know, you can keep whatever you get for them. I'm good on money. That's that's fine. Thank you. Fine. I have two arms. I can carry this bag myself. <laughs> I will just heft it up. Ajax, Ajax is strongly this. considering this. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You know who will be a great very, help? There's a lot of this very expensive. There's a lot of very expensive fabric in there. If he if he wants to sell them and keep the money, he is more than welcome to. He does have four arms. Yeah, he'd he'd be a great shopping companion. <laughs> we could probably get you a new outfit or two too. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll hold your back for you, or no, or I'll. <laughs> yeah. And he fails. He points at the mall kind of experience. Yeah. He <laughs> fail English. That impossible. I am so smart. I am arky. <laughs> All right. So, who's going where? Shopping. Okay, so Philo, Yvane, and Ajax are going shopping. Mm-hmm. What about Darius and Eladrin? I was thinking about going back down to the uh, shop I was at yesterday with that smith. See if he needs a hand. I'm feeling great. feel like swinging a hammer. Perfect. I'll catch up with you at the, uh, at the event then. I'll see you at the event. Um... Why not? I feel I'm in the mood for work. Let's see if we can find any local bounty boards. Okay. Killing. All right. <laughs> so, uh, um, Eliterin, you head down to uh, let's see, which uh, Steelclad? Yes. Yep, Steelclad. You head down to Steelclad, and uh, Sir Charlemagne welcomes you and says, "Ah, welcome back, Mister Eliterin. How are you today? How does the day find?" Oh, pretty good, honestly. Just figured I'd swing by, offer a set of hands. I'm bored. Feeling good. Feel like hitting something. Excellent. Please. I'd love to have an excellent, an extra set of hands out here. So, so he, Fuzzy throws himself into the work and uh, labors away next to... Uh, um, uh, you meet uh, Jareth Steelhand on the back. Uh, the one who's working the forge during the day. Um, sandy blonde hair, grizzled expression. Um, the kind of calluses that tell you that he works with his hands all day, every day. So, he welcomes you in and says, pick up a hammer, we've got orders to fill. All right, sounds good. A veteran gets into his own pack and pulls out his own hammer. Okay, and you uh, you kill some hours banging away on things. Mm-hmm. Um, Darius, have you gone to the Adventurers Guild and formally joined yet? No, I have not. Okay. Like, I have at best I've done side adventuring, but that's just incidental to the job. All right. You, um, take yourself to the Adventurers Guild then. Um, they've changed a great deal over the years. Um, rather than just an open place for job pages and whoever's looking for things, there's a 
a front desk and a sense of organization. There's a second floor to this place that has uh, the smells of food, and you can see um, dormitory-style like bunks for people in the back who don't have other um, situations for that. There's a massive job board um, up there with all manner of uh, tags hanging on it for different work of any sort. Are you looking for anything specific, or you you just want to peruse? Uh, I'm just perusing, seeing if there's anything like in town that I don't have to leave for. Um, there are a handful of uh, escort uh, missions. There are tourists who want to go to uh, Ridgewater Abbey, which is a short journey north of the city. They're looking for people to escort them. I mean, it's not likely there'll be any problems, but you never know. So... That is an invitation to be had for some. Uh, they're looking for uh, uh, crowd watch people to uh, scour the crowds, keep an eye out for pickpockets or folks of that sort who are looking to take advantage of tourists in the clutch. Uh, it's, it's a pay per um, uh, shoplifter or other general curmudgeon uh, detained. Okay. Well, that sounds more appropriate to what I'm looking for, just so I can kind of dabble in while I'm here. Okay, you uh take the you take the take the card and head up to yep. the front desk. Mm. All right, you get up there. The woman behind the desk is a fair woman of her early twenties with uh, short uh, blonde hair cut close to her jaw and uh, uh, what could almost pass for a. Uh, for a musketeer style of outfit with the sleeves and the flourish and the hat. And she smiles at you and she says, Welcome to the Adventurers Guild. I am Azalea. How can I help? Uh, I have a, a job here that I would like to take for, for while I'm in town. I see. Uh, have you registered with the Adventurers Guild before? I have yet to register. Ah, okay. She um, fishes around under the. Uh, she fishes around under the. Uh, countertop, and she pulls out a uh, slate um, with some space on it. She says, I need a little of your information here, if you would be so kind. Very well. You uh, take that aside to fill out. And while you're doing that, um, the ladies and Ajax are perusing the avenue... Moving right along, dancing. Uh, probably gonna look for somewhere that has a, um, you know, like buy, like we buy fine clothes, blah blah blah. Sign outside, right? Like a secondhand shop. Yeah. Oh, a secondhand shop. All right. Um, you find a shop. Uh, called Cash's Collectible. It says second-hand uh, weapons, armor, and others. I wonder if they'll take princess dresses. Only one way to find out. Yep. All right. In You're kicking we go. this door, too? No. Sersha <laughs> only has one arm. She couldn't use the other one to open the door. <laughs> A likely story. Philo <laughs> still has both arms. That's going to be a weird adjustment. 
That's wonder if you'll still flinch when I say odds or evens. Mm-hmm. All right, I... you head inside. Um, there's a gentleman who greets you in a style of dress quite um, unfamiliar. He approaches you and puts his hands together and he bows and says, Hello and welcome. I am Atashir Firal. How can I help you? Hell yeah. Would you, would you happen to be willing to buy a large amount of um, ladies' wear? We accept all manners of exchange, though we reserve the right to dictate exchange costs. If that is acceptable to you, I would be happy to peruse what you have to offer. In cost, I don't really mind. I just need to get rid of the. I just need to get rid of all this. It's stuff. very good. Yes, yes. And please she, come uh, over to the uh, counter. She, she takes the bag from whoever has it and plunks it on the counter. Okay. Where he directs her to. Uh, he starts going through uh, the. Uh, he he starts going through the collection. He goes. You. Uh, you have invested very much clothes in your daughter. She must be very happy with selection of fine wares. <laughs> he holds one and looks up at it and goes, she is so very small. These are very cute. Um, I, I will. Uh, I need to speak to um, the shop's owner about them because they are very um, specified. Yes, they they are very specific. He uh, he goes, please please excuse me, and um, he steps back to uh, um, steps into the back room to find someone. Um, Phyla's just doing her best not to laugh, so she's walking around like looking at the accessories and the clothes, like holding up a pair of old spectacles on Ajax's face. <laughs> um does Fidel have weirdness magnet? Uh no. No, I don't uh, any storytelling. Okay, okay never mind does. then. I think Ajax does. Ajax? Yeah. yeah, but it's your perusing hand, so never mind. Don't worry about it. Um You you cycle through things. Um uh the, the shopkeeper Atash comes back. Uh there's an elderly gentleman with him. Uh, dark-skinned, long gray braids um, on his head, each one pinned and capped with uh, fixtures. He uh, starts combing through the bag. Looks over and he says, the craftsmanship on these is exceptional. Yes. The, uh, the clothing items themselves will not sell very likely, but the finery of the materials could easily be repurposed. Um, he uh, looks at the guy and goes, Das Korada, Shushishnama. And uh, Atash goes, Yes, thank you. Thank you, sir. And he uh, steps back and he says, um, uh, Miss, Mr. Arkler says that I can pay you material costs for the articles. Yep. Sounds good. Excellent. Um, this, uh, I, I, I think this, this uh, will be uh, perhaps uh, 2,200 uh, orum. 
Here's your perk to detect if he's trying to like scammer. No, he's not trying to scammer, but he's definitely trying to lowball. He's a merchant. Mm, I think a little bit more. She's a princess after all. Yes, yes they, she's they, they, they she's she's very lovely. Her. We all love our children. Yes. Um, no, assuredly, princess of the elves. Parents are back home ruling, doing their thing. We're here as a representative of the royal family. He goes, I mean, how amazing oh, would oh, be to oh, know? Oh, 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 um, so, like, immediately, like, hands down, like, head bowed on the countertop. I, I'm so sorry. I did not, I did not mean to mis, to misjudge, please. I am very sorry. It's fine. It's fine. But a fair price for the fabrics. I know you'll be picking them apart, which I don't really care about, but. Yes, fair, yes. Fair um, price. Um, uh, uh, 3200 um. Would be acceptable, yes. Yep. Excellent. Thank, thank you, thank you. I, I will, uh, I will put together monies right now, please, to excuse. Um, I was just sneering at the guy while still holding up like different spectacles to Ajax. You would look really distinguished. Do you actually need spectacles, though? No. Well, these don't have glasses in them. There's no like. And Philo just sticks her finger through the empty frame. What's the point in wearing them if he doesn't need them? Philo, what did you do today? I played dress up with a tetracord. (laughs) (laughs) I convinced him to wear glasses because special. Superstar. Exactly. (laughs) All right. um, The gentleman comes back with uh, the money. Thanks. And he says, "Yes, yes, please, uh, please, to forgive um, my 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 indolence." Um, like he, like as soon as he found out you were a noble, like he immediately started to panic for the empaths in the for the empaths in the room. Like, legitimately afraid that he was going to have like legal repercussions because he uh, tried to sell something to you like a normal person. Uh, it's it's fine. Remind me again how much that figure was, so I can add it to the pouch. Three two zero zero. Good. He uh, hands you the money. He says, "Thank you, and and uh, please to to come again if if you require anything from our of our humble wares." Will do. I want to look around and see if there's like anything really cool though, because I've been digging around just trying things on Ajax, just saying like what all I could put on his four wrists. Yeah, um, the bracelets <laughs> and the rings are generally much too small for his rather um, sizable build. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look around as well, see if there's anything interesting. Okay. I want to find something nice here for the boy. Anything that you see that you like, Ajax? Alright, cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's there's a much more um, noble place that we could go. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's called the uh, the Auric Adventure, I believe. I intended to go there yesterday, but completely got distracted. So somewhere in the city, Fallon just go or um, not Fallon. Somewhere in the city, um, Lord Blackstone goes shit. Forgot. 
anyway, anyway. Is, there anything in- is there anything interesting on the shelves before we leave um what are you looking for anything anything just anything well, what what does the store have that two pretty ladies and one big man with many arms would like you've you've cut you've you've walked into the equivalent of of vanidia goodwill so um what is their book selection like <laughs> um they have a lot of different stuff most of it is um fiction uh stories handwritten things like that uh, any secondhand scrolls no those scrolls tend to disappear after you read them, so there is no such thing as a secondhand scroll. That is the thing, yes. No, no, they could have Lysandered it, right? They could have got it and then turned around and sold it. I can't even read this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that That's a new term now. They Lysandered it. Okay, well, if there's nothing interesting, and if Andrax doesn't see any, like, weapons that would be of use to him, then not so much Ajax is a bare handed armor though because you said that they have armor too right yes they do they have a lot of selections of different styles of armor uh, that has uh, been maintenanced but has seen its share of use we could probably pick something up cheek and, or cheap and have a letter and look over it or yourself to reinforce it yeah cheap materials If you want to. I mean, this is for you. Well, then, yeah. We'll have Eldarin look over it. Just gonna grab random pieces of armor that I think will, like, hold it up, see if it would, like, fit over him. Uh, Odds are evens, Ajax. Evens. Yeah, nothing fits him here. It's all built for oh. a lesser stature. Plus, you know, the extra arms are kind of a thing. Ah. Although, you do find... You do find... A rather shiny codpiece. Like, studded with gemstones. If it looks at it like, why would you need a cod piece that shiny? Dazzle. You know how peacocks do the thing. This is the way the other cocks do it. All right, let's go. Okay. Good idea. Let's go. The group moves forward. All right. Um, Darius, you have filled out the paperwork and taking it back to the uh, adventurers, uh, to the lady at the front desk. She takes the paperwork from you. Excellent. Thank you. Um, All I require now is your one-time registration fee of 100 Orem, and we'll have you on your way. Hmm, Let's see. I don't even think I have that much on me, if I'm being perfectly honest. Maybe you should have sold some of her dresses after all. Maybe. You could have asked Sugar Mama Philo. (laughs) Darius is like, I have several objections. Would you like them (laughs) listed alphabetically or chronologically? (laughs) 
Um, I will do my best to talk down the feed a little bit, just to just turn on the charm a little bit, so on and so forth. You know, I got I got half of it right now. Would you mind terribly if I caught it up at the end of the evening? Blah blah blah. Um, roll your charm. You are a dashing and mysterious stranger. You know, I am very small, and I have no money. <laughs> so you can imagine the kind of stress that I am under. Uh, twelve. Okay. Um, she smiles um, appreciatively of what you're saying. She goes, "Let me speak to my manager and see what he says." Very well. Yeah, go full on, Karen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> She goes and um, knocks on the door and says, um, Mr. Ose, can I, can I speak with you for a moment? The door opens and it is a large man. Very large, muscular man with a very fine tiger-striped fur on his face. Um, who ducks a little as he makes his way. Um, well, yes, I'm, I'm avoiding using reference images because someone's been cajoling me about stealing from the internet. No! <laughs> um, is a massive, a very large man uh, with uh, obviously a, uh, a Highland felt. He has uh, sharp teeth, uh, whiskers, fine fur for stripes on the side of his face, and in his hair, which is a dark, dark gunmetal blue in color. Uh, he he kind of ducks and turns himself a little bit to get through the doorway because it's clearly not built for his stature. And he uh, approaches uh, he uh, approaches uh, approaches you and he looks at you and he goes, I'm Os. You do not Roger. have the money for registration. Correct. At least not all up front anyway. He, uh, he extends a hand and goes, may I see the job you see? Yeah, sure. He looks at it. I will tell you what. If you can find two cut purses in the crowd, I will cover your costs for admission. Fair. Fair deal. Good. Grins, lots of sharp teeth, and then he goes, "Excellent!" He sticks a hand out towards you. Shake hands. Shake, very firm grip for the man. His uh, his uh, tail kind of whips behind him as he as he's very amused by this. Just good. The end of the day, when you come up, meet the Zellium. Tell her you wish to speak to me. All right, you got it, sir. Excellent. I look forward to your success, Mister Darius. A pleasure. He, he looks at his eye and he says, issue him the information. And she nods and goes, absolutely, thank you, sir. Um, after he walks away, she uh, fishes out a uh, she fishes out a, a folder of information and slides it across to you. And says, um, because the uh, because of the gentleman theme, which is a uh, an inn, a restaurant, and the local church to Susurus, we have a booming thieves guild in town. They're very good at what they do, so they're very difficult to catch. 
Um, what, did, uh, what are the penalties usually for this kind of thing? Oh, we just want them brought forth for uh, so that they can be addressed. Depending on what they steal and who they steal from, it can re- and how much of an offense they repeat offender they are. This could range from uh, a night in a cell to being deported to Blackstone Prison. Hmm. Okay. I mean, we're not we're not going to cut any hands off or anything. Um, given that uh, His Majesty. Uh, King Ranajag himself is descended from the first disciple of Sussurus back during the unification of the countries. Um, we, we can't... We're, we're not supposed to risk divine conflict, mm. but we do want to express that the people are not here to be tormented by thieves. Otherwise, we suffer in terms of our tourist revenue. Understandable. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Fine. Fuzzy, I don't want to hear a single giggle about this image. Here's your reference image. Thanks for muting yourself, Dad. <laughs> No respect, not even for my players. I, I love him. Swanted John. Now I was um, looking at the gift that I posted. I know you were <laughs> because you said tiger stripes, and I was like, Zootopia man. <laughs> not quite. He is not lesser. He's Highland. Just a little fur and claws and teeth, but not fully, you know, bestial. Tony the tiger. That, that's a Hulstead nine. Yeah, fair. Um, she says, um, someone you may want to keep an eye out for is um, is uh, this gentleman. She, she shows you a, a pencil drawing of a young man, uh, long blonde hair, uh, dressed in street beggar's clothes, but he has uh, a very, very fine vest hmm. over his rag. He says, this is Karen O'Dell. He, um, he is an artist in thievery around the city streets here. And he's been known to target people who are out uh, on city spot watch for thieves. So if you see him, it's important to be aware that if he's that if you see him, it's important to be aware that he may see you. And if he has a wind of what you're doing, he is very likely to go out of his way to try to make an ass of you. Very well. I will keep an eye out. She nods. Um the uh standard cost of uh the standard cost of what of who you catch varies depending on what level of offender they are and the like. So, um, don't be afraid to work hard, but at the same time, don't feel pressured to put yourself in danger. We don't want anybody to get themselves knifed in a dark alley because they decided to take the butcher on themselves. Very well. I will, I will keep, keep that in mind as well. 
She nods oh. and she says, and I look forward to seeing you this evening and hearing that you've had good success. Same. So, and I'll show myself out and start working. Okay, she gives you a smile and sends you on your way. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Philo, Evane, and Ajax, your group has reached the... Um, You are on your way to the uh, Auric Adventure. Um, Philo, you pass um, the Companions Guild on the way. Um, uh, you know that um, for uh, for those of you who would know this is public knowledge, um, the Companions are basically beautiful, cultured women who are skilled in entertainment and being company. Not in a prostitutorial way, but rather in a fine dining and good conversation, good entertainment sort of way. And it just so happens that if you are perhaps accosted or someone attempts to rob you, they're also skilled in breaking limbs, throwing fireballs, and generally tearing people apart limb from limb. Think um, Geishas meets Inuyasha meets um, River from uh, Serenity meets uh, the companion from Serenity. So Nora. they're 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 beautiful and deadly in respective volumes. As illustrated by that, there is a woman inside smiling at people and um, handing out um, pamphlets, information about registering with the Companions Guild. Um, she is, uh, an elf woman by, uh, um, by birth, obviously. She has black hair that is done in a fine braid and pulled up so far and so high that when it's not braided, it probably drags on the ground behind her. And she is at least six six. <laughs> she is wearing a, a dark robe that is leather and, um, and uh, clasps on with a chainmail vest lid over the top of it and an obi. Um, she has some sort of rotted implement tucked into her belt. Um, her nails are immaculate, bright red, razor sharp, much the same as her lips, and the makeup that accentuates the scar on her face. She has a, a cross cut over one eye and across her cheek, enough so that most people would be would seek to hide it or be ashamed, but she has it makeup up. She wears it as a badge. She has taken a shot to the face, and she has clearly hunted that person down and made them regret every last second of their life for it. She, uh... There's um, just panic looking from between the group to there. Sorry, I got, I got, a, I got a call from the maintenance guy. What's okay. happening? Uh, we just passed by the companion guild. I will. I will. I will drop. Or... No, we passed by it. I, I will drop her reference against my better judgment. I will drop her reference in the one shot. I wasn't going to yell Ooh. at you for that. Oh, she's cool. Yeah, she is cool. Um, she uh meets Philo's gaze when Philo looks over. Her eyes are blood red. I want to go in there. And she uh, and 
and she she gives you just the barest bit of a smile and a bite of her lip. I don't want to be fucked by her. I want to be her. <laughs> and then she, when someone else comes up, she turns her attention. She turns the sun away from you and turns the attention to this person who's come up to talk. After we're uh, tomorrow, tomorrow I will come back and I'm going to do this. Um, off to close a metal and then close a taste. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> the princess is confused. She's never seen Philo so rattled. I can't do anything. I haven't even learned it, a single spell yet. If I saw the same thing, she's like, she looks cool. Um, you make your way two doors down from this from the companions uh, guild, and you find yourself at the Auric Adventure. You walk inside and find, as um, Ajax knows him, Shem Bran behind the uh, counter. He says, "Hello, welcome to the adventure." And then he sees Ajax. He goes, "Ah, Ajax, good morning. You come for work today?" Um, sure. What do you got for work? We'll see what's up. I uh I I have uh he fishes around under the thing and he says uh Ob has just put finishing touches on this sword she brandish he brandishes this uh long uh Flemish word blade um two handed sword with a serpentine blade uh the handle is treated with red leather red leather and it has gemstones crushed and ground into the metal. Oh, says, wow. Ob has put finishing touches on this. We need to uh. Have it delivered to uh, a nobleman who will be arriving this evening. If uh, you're interested to take it down to him, I would be willing to uh, compensate you the uh, 300 orum delivery fee. The door behind her him opens, and this slender woman with hair that is so pale and blue it's almost white looks out from behind him her eyes behind giant spectacles and she jabs him with one finger. And he's ah, fine, 500 orum. Yeah, I'll do it. I got you. He smiles and he looks back and goes, see, Ob, he's, he's compensated. And she, she just looks noble. she just looks at him, she goes at him and then she goes back into the door and closes it. What's the, uh, what's the noble's name? That way we know who to look out for. Uh, he's, uh, uh, they, their name is Apophet Blood Magic. Okay. Um, a strange, uh, a strange individual, most, most, I should say unique, most unique individual I have, I have had the uh, opportunity to meet thus far. Hmm. But I sure I will get that sword delivered you for you, sir. It will, and I'll be back before, hopefully, before nighttime. Well, of course, before the next um, meeting. Soon as the delivery is made. What kind of wares are in here? Um, there's lots of odds and ends, different pieces of jewelry, and um, 
I have magic sense. What? Oh uh, yes, everything here has everything here is magical. Um, not not huge glaring enchantments, but very minor ones. As you're looking at things, it's most likely things like uh, resistance to tears, resistance to stains. Um, does not degrade. Um, some of the jewelry is enchanted to be eye-catching when worn. The resistance to tearing and staining ones, what what caliber of glass are there? Um, there's uh, some shawls, some scarves, a few dresses, um, some daintier things. Um, All the dresses. <clears throat> Do I see one that maybe I would look at Yvain and be like, yeah, this is meant for her kind of thing? They're they're very high quality, very noble. They're not in the elvish style, they're traditional human style, but they are very high quality and well made. Yvain. Ian. What do you think of this one? I mean it's it's fine. Would you wear it? Sure. No, not good enough. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave it. Darius, I need you to roll your wits. You got it. Esteban. I can't say Esteban without hearing in the background. So <laughs> Yes. Uh, wits, you say? Wits, yes. Your sensory perception. Uh, does heightened senses do anything? It doubles, actually. Okay. You get double the dice pool. Okay. Yeah, I have that too. Twenty-three, but I got two sixes. Reroll those. Or, uh, 37. Nice. Some punk-ass kid totally just pulled a guy's purse off the back of his belt and took his weapon. Oh, well, we'll kind of maneuver that way and uh, cut him off if possible. Okay. Um, you get, uh, basically, as he's going to turn away, he's like, yeah, and then he turns and he's like looking right at you. He's like, how tall are you? Uh, I am 5'10". Okay. You got seven inches on him, so he's like, hey. oh. <laughs> he looks up at you. <laughs> he uh, pauses to see your reaction. Um, so just kind of come here. Do you have a weapon out in the open? Uh, I, I do have my, my coat unbuttoned and you can see like the, the iron on my hip, so to speak. Okay, yeah. He looks at you and he looks at and he sees that and his eyes went a little bit and he goes, fine. <laughs> Big iron on his hip. <laughs> Big iron on his hip. Oh, yeah, so he's, like a, he's a younger individual, yeah? Yeah, he's, he's a kid. He's probably 50. Okay, I mean, is this is this sanctioned work? If you know what I mean. Is what he's doing sanctioned? Yes. No, he's just 
robbing out. He's just looking for money. He's not dressed like he lives on the street. His clothes are decent. You know, he's probably a bored kid trying to take advantage of the situation. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, just turn this stuff over and get out of here. I'll be like, hey, you dropped your stuff uh, to that guy and move on. He's like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. This would have been such a fucking nightmare. He, uh, he hands you 50 orum. Uh, from his pouch, and it's like, thank you, thank you so much. And uh, then he uh, he tucks his purse and his uh, dagger inside of his coat, there so that go. it's not on the open for future access. Back to the uh, the shop with uh, Philo Vane and Ajax. Mm-hmm. Um, Ajax, um, um. Shim has given you the uh, the sword. It's it's hefty. Uh, it's a very hefty sword, but it's beautifully done. There's when you get it up closer, you can see there's a lot of painstaking hand carved and etching that goes into it. It's also a hell of a lot more interesting to look at than watching Philo in a vein stand in front of a dress rack and hold up two pieces of clothing that look identical, except for one's a slightly different color. And then go, <laughs> what do you think, this one or this one? No, yeah. Um, not not saying that's a, literally what they're doing, but to most men, that is exactly what they're doing. Um, I don't know if it, this matters too much. Is it a one-handed sword or two-handed sword? Two-handed. Okay, so I have to carry it around in two hands? No, you can carry it in one. It just needs... It's balanced to be wielded with two hands. Okay. Yeah. No, if, if, a, if a person were attempt to wield a two-handed weapon with one hand, uh, a, a melee weapon, um, you would either have a strength penalty, um, like you would need to have a certain level of strength to brandish it, or you would have a penalty to your fighting to hit because the weapon is not balanced to be wielded. Okay. Well then, Mr. Sham, I will take this sword in very good, great care on my way to giving it to, is it Affect? Is that his name? Apophet or Apophet. 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 Blood, blood magic. Yeah, you notice he gives you the full name this time. Yeah. And he says, just bring back the notice that says they received it, and I will get you your pay. 100%. See you soon, Sean. Excellent. Thank you, my good man. Good journeys. Enjoy the city while you're gone. Yeah, you too. Keep the shop pretty well and safe. He's like, what happens? You go. Bye, have a beautiful time. Um. <laughs> Look, Your Majesty, none of these enchantments are worth your time. We can probably find something a little bit better elsewhere. It at least isn't going to help in your current situation. Yeah, like my brain is trying to form a mental picture of what the Elvish style looks like versus the human style. Like, are we thinking Elvish style is like Lord of the Rings? Or? Yes, very gossamer and flowing. You know? Like, if it was only one layer, you'd probably be naked. That's why there's, like, seven layers of very sheer cloth going on. Philo may only wear the first two, you know, but... The first on most occasions. Yeah. I'd say Vane is probably going to be very aware of the fact that a lot of the Elvish styles make her look like a toddler dressing up in her mommy's clothing. It all depends on how you style it in your hair and your appearance and how you carry yourself. 
because like if they're all kind of baggy she probably gets lost in a lot of stuff so she'll she'll probably look over like the the human style stuff they okay. just run a, a critical eye over at least one of them and go fine that one's nice the human styles are heavier cloth bold and um more bold colors you know traditional like medieval style garbs there's a lot of the, the the highlight relies more on jewelry than it does on the fabric itself there are closer plenty to, of closer other shops Thro- closer to game of thrones than yeah there are plenty of other shops that we could look at and i don't need a year's worth of clothing just like enough to get me through the week at the very least and then I can just start washing and rewearing. Well, yeah, enough that you can carry with you because I don't think a big bag of luggage is going to be too easy for whenever you get back out. Nah. So she did, she she picks one of them off the rack and she's going, how much is this? Um, uh, Sham comes over and goes, ah, oh, yes, beautiful. One of Ob's best, very lovely um, 200 orum. That's it. Elven nobility was made to be worn by beautiful ladies. She, she has very much a grin and an eyebrow waggle. I, I, assume, I assume it can be tailored because she is holding it up here and it yeah, is on goes, the ground. Of course, Ob can have it fitted for you. Sure. Let's start with this one. Excellent. Um, I will. Um, do you do you want to find others, or shall I have Ob come do fitting? Uh, we'll we'll do fitting. Excellent. Uh, he goes over to the door and opens and says, "Ob, um, the the young lady needs to have a dress uh, fitted." And uh, from behind uh, the door comes the the woman he calls Ob. She is a tiny. A tiny, tiny woman. How tall is uh, how how tall is uh, Yvain? Four foot ten. She she's you've got about four inches on her. She is a tiny creature, um, with blue hair so pale it's almost white, and very large spectacles that make her eyes even larger. She's wearing um. Uh, rather unremarkable peasant's clothing, but she has a belt that gives her a considerable collection of pockets and places to tuck odds and ends. That looks like the most useful belt ever. She smiles and nods vigorously. (laughs) She uh, takes uh, the dress from you and hooks it over her arm a couple times so that it doesn't drag. And then she lightly puts her hand on your wrist and she starts encouraging you to follow her. Yep, off I go. And while we're on our way, I just kind of look at her and go, does this dress have pockets? And could it have pockets if it doesn't? She she looks at you and she smiles conspiratorially and she goes... <laughs> I love her. Nice. <laughs> and she does, in fact, wear a collar around her neck. If I kind of looks at it, Bish doesn't say anything. Um, it is also common knowledge that um, most um, 
when one purchases slaves, they either have a collar which is enchanted to ensure that they are obedient, or depending on who it is that brings them in, they also have a brand. Maybe I knows this, and she doesn't necessarily approve of the fact that she is still a slave rather than been set free, but she's not going to make comment on it. Well, by retrospect, also, most slaves wouldn't have the freedom to jab their owner in the ribs with a finger and Which is why scallop she's saying them or, or, or illustrate her, uh, or, you know, illustrate an opinion as clearly as Ob apparently does. Ilo knows nothing about the slave market. You've seen slaves before. You've Same been with didn't know what they were, though. Um, you, you've seen a lot of people with collars. Not the same kind of collar that Ob has, but the the ones they wear are typically magical. Ob's is purely decoration. Milo doesn't know anything outside of the Elven world, really. Except for that hot guy with the abs. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, she, in- she does not necessarily approve of the collar, but She's not going to say anything either. She takes you into the back room and she uh, basically has you put the dress on and then she starts taking measurements and pinning it in place. Um, Elaterin, um, you labor through the morning, the first half of the day, with um, Charlemagne and his companion. And uh, after churning out a decent crop of swords and putting them into the quench to cool um, the uh, the gentleman of course turns to you and he goes look I don't know about you but I'm overdue for a liquid lunch speaking my language awesome <laughs> he just takes his head out and he goes Char we're going to close things up for a few we're going to take a break and he goes of course and he goes up and he flips the sign and says the smith will return shortly um Uh, Charlemagne comes back and uh, joins you and the other gentleman in the back room. Uh, Charlemagne takes his helmet off. He is a a man with the kind of skin tan that says he's seen a lot of sun. Um, Also has a lot of scars on his face that says that he wears a helmet because when he doesn't, he's been stabbed in the face before. Hmm. Um probably through the helmet with daggers and such. Uh, uh, Jareth uh, fishes a bottle of Dragonfire whiskey out from behind uh, the hay bale and um, a couple of shot glasses and uh, pours up for the group. A letter in will grab one, hold it up to the boys and knock them back. Everyone throws back. Charlemagne does it. He goes, Oh, the burns. And Jareth, so goes, good. Jareth goes, the burning means it's working, my man. <laughs> so, means tell me. still alive. What brings you here, Eleven? Hmm. I just had a really good morning. Like, you know, not hurting more than normal. <coughs> Brain not muddied by last night's you know, that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just felt like swinging a hammer. 
Charlemagne smiles and he goes, that gets me out of the morning, out of bed in the morning many a time. Purpose. Direction. Familiar actions. Mm. If the service taught us anything, it's that routine is key. Little bit of structure never hurt anybody. Jarrah shrugs and he goes, you know, you army boys can do your thing. I, uh, I prefer the mercenary band myself. I don't like anybody. I don't, I don't like stuffed shirts and silk underwear telling me what to do when they've never known what it's like to stare down the barrel of an enemy's rifle or have a, a black-clad thief slip a dagger between your ribs. Trick is to set false expectations and make yourself look good when you beat them. Charlemagne's like, ah, slaps you on the shoulder. Because the man knows what he's talking about. Another time or two. Oh, let me get some more of that. Yep. He Fire whiskey. Pour, pours you another shot, and you guys kill an hour or two having shots and trading war stories. Um, Darius. Yes. Uh, wits roll. Stop all them little grabby hands. I'm going to rob you with my little hands, too. (laughs) Never going to catch me. Uh, 21. Okay. Um, You are are not alerted... um, by a thief, you are alerted by a uh, a uh, young figure in a cloak sprinting down the streets. Um, small figure making it very easy for them to navigate. Um, behind them, shouting profanities and attempting to shoulder his way through the crowd is a gentleman about 6'2", wearing a coat of plates. Uh, hair pulled back in a ponytail. Um, shouting, God damn it, uh, get back here, you little sneak. And has he already, like, blown past me, or are they, like, on the approach? No, he's already past you. Ah, okay. Yeah, you're just, you, you, you see the little one run past, and then you hear the other one go, son of a, get back here! <laughs> and start trying to make his way through the crowd. And struggling some with the uh, constraints of the crowded street. Um, I will also attempt to make my way forward. If there are any like uh, unoriginal ways to make way through the crowd, uh, I will attempt that. Okay. Um, give me a uh, give me an intelligence roll. Okay. There's an alley nearby that very well may yield you that result. I recently increased my intelligence, so this is good. 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 Ooh, and two sixes. That is also good. Yeah. Seven. Twenty-four. Excellent. Yes, this alley will, in fact, put you in front of the person's path. All right. I'll move through there with all due haste. Okay. You make your way through, and... um as you reach the mouth of the alleyway, the uh, the the cloaked figure is sprinting headlong in your direction. I just kind of casually put my foot out and 
Okay. Um, the figure sees your foot go out in time and manages to lift up over it in their stride. Ooh, I like this one. All right, I keep keep with the chase up, as it were. Okay. Stop! You have violated the law. Stop! You violated the law. <laughs> pay the fine, or your money and goods are forfeit. Then pay with your blood. <laughs> <laughs> Eat dirt, scrub. Get wrecked, noob. Or just do the Skyrim shuffle. I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow to the knee. knee. Yes. All right. Um, You take up pursuit? Yes. Okay. Um, The the other gentleman is still a good distance behind trying to make his way through. He goes, fuck's sake, will somebody stop him? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Um, the, uh, the guy who's running, uh, irritated expression on his face, um, brandishes a firearm and, uh, takes a pot shot at the corner of the building that the uh, cloaked figure is approaching. Uh, the spray of ceramic, uh, surprises him and he veers off to the right down an alley. Okay. I presume he he continues running afterwards. Yeah, he's he's still chasing afterwards. He's just like he, he's th- this guy looks like he's probably in his mid forties, and the sweat and the god damn it says that he is <laughs> not accustomed to this kind of chase. Very well, um, I will stay on the heels of our young assailant. Okay, um, uh, the alley that he has dipped down um, is the one that leads into the back of the Grand Feast. So there is a large iron door and nowhere else to go. Well then. He hits the thing and he goes, and he turns around and he sees you and he goes, Shake pulls out his little dagger. Well, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Actually, that's a spoon. <laughs> um, Pew, I will try to shoot it out of his hand, but if he loses a hand, that's that's his own problem. Oof, nice. Okay, um, that is a cold shot. So roll uh, your fighting. Roll half your fighting. Okay. Jens is going to be cringing at the word even a nod for the rest of his life. Uh, that is a five. Okay. Um, the shot goes wide. Tang off off the thing. Uh, which the, the the person with the knife kind of flinches at that. Um, at this point, you hear the the other guy at the end. He goes, "All right, you little shit! I'm gonna shoot your goddamn kneecaps out! Stop making me run!" <sighs> well, I think he's out of run at this point. Good. Give me a minute. When I tried to run, <laughs> he's bent over, hands on his knees, like. City Garden? Yes. Magistrate, I do a lot more running these days. I don't like it. 
Yeah, Look with the me. with the thieves going town, it makes sense. Uh, he gets up, <laughs> walks up past you, and grabs the the guy and jerks his arms behind him and starts locking him in a set of manacles. Yes. Much obliged for the assist. Um, Deacon. Deacon Allgeist. There he is. A pleasure. You as well. Um, uh, you, uh, you doing the, uh, the, the city watch gig? Yes, yes. Okay, here, take this one. He gives him a shove towards you. All right. Thank you, sir. Fine, I don't get paid extra if I do my job or not. I just... I make a city wage, so somebody should benefit from this bullshit. Well, uh, take deep breaths. <sighs> yeah. In through right. your nose, out through your mouth. Right. Thanks for the uh, assist. <laughs> he slumps against the wall. He's just like, God, I need to start exercising. <laughs> so I'll let him limp away, as it were, and... Uh, Compose himself. Yep. He's a middle-aged... He's a middle-aged human. Someone needs to work on his cardio. So, is uh, this is another, like, uh, urchin type? I'm no, guessing. this one is... Uh, this one is... Uh, from the look of his uh, clothes, this one clearly lives the streets and does this for, for a living. Uh, uh, Sanctioned work? Quotation marks? He, he just glares at you and does not answer. All right. I mean, I kind of wanted to talk to the Thieves Guild, see if I could come to some kind of arrangement with them, but bounty's a bounty, I guess. Okay, so you start leading him off towards uh, the uh, Adventures Guild or the Magistrate's office? Uh, towards the, I, I'm presuming the the uh, adventurers guild, unless right. they told me specifically somewhere else. Um, actually, it would be uh, better for you to go to the magistrate's office to turn them in there because they okay. have holding there. There, then that is where I will go. All right. Um. Meanwhile, back at the shop, um, how many dresses do you purchase, Yvain? Uh, probably the one from there because she'll. Probably reason that she should probably get maybe one in the human style that actually fits her, and then something in the elvish style that does not completely drown her. Okay. Um, Ob um, pins it and uh, has it ready for you in all of fifteen minutes. She is nimble fingered and very good at this job. So, Thanks. Um. By the time uh, Evane walks out of the back room, Philo, she is fully fitted and quite accentuated by this outfit. Oh, my royalty. Look Here comes the princess. Yeah, she actually, she actually looks like she's in her mid-twenties rather than about 12 years old. Philo is going to reach in her bag grab one of her hairpins, walk over and like pull the top section of Evane's hair back. And, like it'll it'll provide a framing. And then like pull two tendrils out, drop them down on the side. Be like, there you go. She's probably already got a circlet in. Too bad. 
she just shoves it through the back of the circlet. Nivane has to hold on to the front of it. Yeah, no, she's just adjusting. There you go. All done. Now, big boy, armor. Not you. Yes. Well, they're sorry to get armor. Nivane is going to pay for the dress. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, they're just 200 or, um, it's steep. And she get. She get, she gives an extra fifty as a tip for fitting mm. it as well. Uh, Seamstress's fees. Shame just smiles. Thank you for your generous. Do they have armor in here? Was, um, we have uh, we have some. Yes, light armor mostly. Uh, mm. He uh, goes over and shows you through a rack of some uh, chainmail vests. And um, chainmail vests, heart plates, a uh, a few um, uh, hard leather, studded leather um, vestments or coats. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you could tailor one of the vests for oh, for him? Oh, I'm certain I could do it, but it would not be ready until tomorrow. To add the extra arm slots in will take some time. Sounds fine for me. How about for you? You good? Oh, that sounds fine. Take I'll probably you. be back here tomorrow anyways. Yeah. Excellent. Make you um, fancy looking best. Because the armor will cost um, 300 Okay. I pay it. Ajax got himself a sugar mom. <laughs> well, she's just taking care of Thanks again, since... Philo. Yeah. She's just walking around with them. She doesn't have anything else to do. All right. Um, Shem takes it down, and uh, Ob comes out uh, with a little stool so that she can climb up on it and actually take measurements on uh, Ajax's torso, shoulders, and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. I want to, after we're done here, and this is Philo talking, after we're done here, um, do you think we could try to find like a custom tailor really quickly i want to get a new daily outfit because as much as i love wearing my work uniform around here all the time um getting a bit more ice than i'd like and you know this looks kind of cold no 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 i'm fine i run warm oh but um leans around ajax's torso and she goes you can she nods she, right. she points to the various articles around the shop. All done by you. Lovely. Do you work with like light fine leather? Get your asshole out of my face. Do you work with like <laughs> fine leather? She looks offended. No. <laughs> she wonders how she managed to get across the room in order to put her asshole <laughs> in Philo's face. Um, does she work with like, uh, fine leathers, blah, 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 or will I need to pay for material? She, she says whatever you want, she can work with. Okay, all right. Um, give me a few, and she'll pull out her little journal, write down some things, like a list. Uh, well, this is going on. Oh, Ob, Ob is measuring uh, Ajax. Ajax is six foot? Uh, six foot one. Okay. Yeah, at one point, Ob's like on the back of the thing. She's like hopping, trying to get, and she just goes, 
and she jumps and grabs onto his shoulders and pulls herself onto, up onto his shoulder. And then, um, like, sits across the back of his neck like a, like a kid getting a shoulder red from their parent. Well, uh, she takes measurements across his arms and chest. Um, for Ajax's benefit, she smells like um, night flowers. And uh, the sea. Good. Her perfume is night flowers in the sea. So... It's a, she's she's a, the the tiny girl standing on your you know on your back while doing this smells quite lovely, so um, she takes the measurements and she uh, uh, attempts to doesn't count. Oh, nice! She uh, attempts to dismount you and lands quite lightly on the ladder before skittering down and uh, taking the uh, vest and retreating back to her workshop. That was a very surprising hop there. I was not expecting that. Tim goes, yes, usually she falls off and lands on her butt. (laughs) (laughs) Obi's many things, graceful is not one of them. Um, After stowing the vest and her measurements of Ajax, Obi returns and stands in front of Philo expectantly. Uh, Yep. I'll go along with her and uh, explain the two outfits. Okay. And like have it written down on a list or something to hand to her with like little sketches right beside. Very rough sketches. Philo's not an artist by any means. Well, you, while you're doing this, um, Ob is taking your measurements. Mm-hmm. Um, in the back room, she has a much taller ladder that she uses for you. She does not attempt to scale your shoulder. Well, she could. I just don't know if I can hold her. Hello. I mean, she would sit. She would sit on Philo's shoulders, and Philo would just fold under the. Yes. Philo is many things: or an intelligent woman, strong. No. Her muscle is in here. Okay. Um, Darius, which roll? Got it. Very averageish roll. 10, 17, uh, 26. Um, did you double it because of your heightened senses? Yes. Okay. Um, you, you don't see, but as you're walking past an alleyway, you get the strong smell of blood. Hmm. Okay, and this is after I've dropped my previous charge off? Yes, this is after you've dropped uh, the last one off at the magistrate's office. And, um, had a, uh, a very friendly meeting with the, uh, um, I'm, I'm dropping this in your DMs because nobody else is there. Right. Um, with uh, the head magistrate uh, who you mistook as somebody's child on Take Your Kid to Work Day. Ah, uh, okay. Was when you oh. popped in with somebody, they said, Thank you very much! 
cute cat boy. Not a problem. And kind of shove the guy in the correct direction. We appreciate your assistance. Glad to give it. I should be back here before too long. Excellent. We'll look forward to seeing you. Like, literally uh, stands at the door waving as you leave. Wow. What a cute child. Anyway, uh, so I smell blood, you say? Yes, very strongly. Hmm. Well, let's check it out, see how fresh it is. As you peek down the alleyway, you see a uh, a woman backed up against the wall. Um, at her feet is a, a man who's clutching at an open wound on his chest. Standing over them is a fairly large fellow with a short sword that is not normally red. Hmm. And uh, as as you're looking at the back of them, they're both uh, just looking up at him, um, fucking terrified. And he looks over and he goes, "He goes, I'll tell you one more time. Give me your valuables, and if you make the slightest peep, I'll cut him while you watch, and I'll make sure you wear what comes out." Um, blam. Okay, um, this is a surprise attack, so you do not need to roll two hit. You only need to roll damage. All right. Uh, the attack goes so well with your neck. That is, that is your uh, fighting he said the thing. Stack. <laughs> uh, fighting plus three. Yeah. Yes. All right. I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this is not my muscle today. Um, it happens to the best of us. Hey, it's never my muscle. Or mine. Uh, the blacksmith and the monologuer can shush. <laughs> uh, 25 total. Okay. Um, and. You know what? We will uh, struggle with this new desk. There it is. And um, we will let the the death dice with their lovely, lovely skulls decide where you shoot this man. All right. Shoot him in the dick! (laughs) Shoot him in the dick! Pull a dory! Pull a dory! So close. So close. Um... Close. You shoot him in the head. You no. You roll. <laughs> you roll. A, you roll a sixteen. You shoot him, um, like in low in the spine and <laughs> sprays out on the face of the guy on the ground. Does it ricochet off like, bone into the dick? <laughs> it's literally like, like blaf, and the guy on the ground is like, and uh, the, like the, the woman area, hmm? tailbone area. Yes. Oh. Well, there's your new tetanus shot. And um, the, the guy one. looks down, and he turns around and looks at you. He's got this bleeding hole in him. He goes, Hey, shoot me. Sure did. Would you like another one? I'm going to give your face such a stabbing. 
And he starts lumbering up the alleyway at you with his uh, with his short sword. You uh, you have um, you have another turn before he gets to you. Okay. Um. No, please don't stop. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll damage again. He's fairly large, and this alleyway is very small. That is a lot of sixes. Nice! This is four sixes, to be precise. Fantastic. We do uh, love so, some exploding dice here on Facebook. All right. 24. Sometimes. 33. Except where children are involved. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-nine. Ow. Okay. <laughs> Damage yeah. dies or impact dies. Oh, nice. You shoot him in the chest this time. It hits right high, and uh, there's a blow at the back. And he kind of stumbles. And he goes, "Oh, I don't feel very well now." I imagine so. You're very rude. I gestured vaguely to man laying on the floor bleeding out. He uh, he walks up to you and um, takes a swipe at you with his sword. Oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, can... How would you like to handle this? Would you like to dodge? Would you like to parry? Would you like to repost? I just, I'd take the hit. Okay, so you're reposting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Odds or evens? Uh, evens. Stop grabbing the dice within dice. Ow. Um, and to where? Ow. He proceeds to stab you in the chest for 50 damage. It it hurts. Ow. He, he, Ow. Goes, he goes, shake it. You're like, ow. <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's not very nice, is it? This, like, is this silver? Um, it is uh, enchanted. Oh, okay. Well, that hurt. He has a he he is a member of the local thieves guild. They have outfitted him to be good at his job. Okay. Um. Yeah, when fog stabs things, they get dead real fast. I would come back anyway, but nonetheless, I will I will shoot him three more times. These are expensive bullets. You need to hurry up. All right. Um. Up. Roll, uh, do you want to roll each damage individually, or do you want to just roll once and apply that damage across the board? Uh, I'll just roll it the one time. Okay, go ahead. These are expensive bullets. You need to hurry up and die. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, go put that on the quotes for the, dis- for the Discord, please. Yeah. The bullets yeah. are expensive. God. Every time I do damage to you, it's a hundred orum, you stupid, thick bastard. <laughs> Got any gold? No. Silver? No. Only lead. Yep. Uh, that'd be 60 overall. Nice! Okay, you go pop, pop, pop. Um, let's see here. Ow! You get a lot of chest shots today. 
Yeah, literally just pop, pop, pop in the chest with that. And he goes, oh! Oh, he looks up at you and some blood rolls out of his mouth. He goes, I think I'm going to lie down. I highly recommend it. Thud! It's so sad. So the, the, the lady's like, oh, thank you! And the guy's sitting there, he's like, are you okay? The, the sword is still sticking out of you. Uh, it's fine. Don't worry. They pull it out. Okay. Do you have magic sense or anything like that? Uh, no, no, nothing. Like okay, that. so you're not entirely sure why this was an effective stabbing, mm-hmm. but it is the first effective stabbing you've had for quite some time. It has been a while. Been a while. Um, The, uh, uh, tell them to go to the local magistrates, the medics, whatever you may need. Do you need any further assistance? The, the guy trying to get up. He's uh, lost a lot of blood. Something you have in common. Yeah. Um, and she's like, please help me. We need to get him to the healer. I will attempt to help. I don't have any medicine nat- natively, I do not believe. There's there's a healer's office called Varudi's Oath back towards the, part, the main part of the city. If you could help us get there, I would compensate you for your assistance. Uh, very well. Good. I will make a quick pass at the uh, the muggers' pockets and whatnot before we move on. Ah, so you loot. Good yes, man. I will. I will loot to that man. Good man. Good man. Oh, it's about time we had somebody who does that. <clears throat> Do you um? What do you do with the sword, or the short sword, rather? Uh, I presume he has a scabbard for it, yes? Yes, he does. I will take that. Okay. All right. Uh, he has 50 orum in his pouch. Okay. Um, he also has a uh, rolled-up piece of paper in there that's tied closed. All right. I will lift that as well. All righty. All right, and then we'll hustle off the the injured man. Okay, you uh, put one arm over your shoulder and help him get down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All right, um, Ajax, you have gone to deliver a sword, or are you still hanging out with the group? I'm still going to hang out with the group, and maybe I could. Well, do I know where to deliver this? Uh, he said that they would be arriving uh, today, so down at the docks. Oh, okay, then yeah. Yeah, in the um, evening. In the evening? Mm-hmm. Well, then yeah, I'll follow Philo and Evane for a while till it hits evening. Okay. What time is it now? Uh, it is approaching the uh, time for the peace talks. Okay, so it's coming on evening? Yes. <sighs> okay, alright, we'll just... Uh, we'll, head to we'll, we'll finish up the the thing for today and we'll do something else. I'm, I'm kind of fed up with the shopping thing now anyway. So, uh, where do you need to deliver the sword to? I need to take it to the docks. Okay, well, we can go so, there first then. Well, yeah, sounds good. We'll head to the docks then. Or, yeah. Okay. Has everybody done everything they need to do? Yep. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, Fuzzy, it is getting close to the time for the peace talks as well. Um, you know, you are still working at the shop. Do you bypass the peace talks this evening to work at the hammer or? No, I'm, I'm going to be there. All right. But given who's going to be there, I'm not of mind to come up dressed fancy anyway. I kind of like my plate considering the company. Sure. So. All right. I'll go ahead and tell Charlemagne and I, I already spaced the other guys. Jareth. Jareth. Go ahead. You know, just right. You remind me of a babe. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> babe? Babe with the power. What power? power? Power of voodoo. Voodoo. You do. Do what? Remind me of the babe. Ah, All right. Copyright um, strikes. Shush. <laughs> Don't Beetlejuice us. All right. Um, Jareth um, tosses you a pouch. Says, here's 500 orum. It's a fair cut for what we're going to sell the swords for. Appreciate your help. Hey, appreciate you having me. Find yourself on a way you want to bang out some issues on some hot metal. You're welcome in. <laughs> I might take you up on that later. Yeah. <laughs> Gives you a... He, he, he bumps knuckles with you and Charlemagne slaps you on the shoulder and says, good job, old man. Come again sometime. Sure. Take, take care, guys. Heads on out. All right. You, uh, on your way down towards the uh, shenanigans, you uh, you spot Philo, Evane, and Ajax making their way through the crowd. Making our way downtown. Walking fast. Someone's been watching Legally Blonde. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> or White Chicks. That's Alicia Silverstone, man. No, White Chicks had it too. Terry Crews singing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, but I, I was. I thought we were talking gifts. about the gifts in oh. Thingy. Yeah, no, she posted from Legally Blonde in the film. Oh. Oh. As you have everybody else's benefit, Evane is now wearing this. Since I'm assuming she just left it on. Yes, Evane is now with her hair up. With pin and circlet is wearing a lovely kind of dark blue and very stylish dress. She looks like a grown up now. She yeah, she looks her age. She a grown up. All grown up. She got a glow up at the shop. She now looks her age rather than her shoe much. size. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing them, a letter in a walk up. Hey, looks like y'all got what you were looking for. Nice dress there, Vane. Uh, helping Ajax with the delivery. Go fast. Yeah. And then we're going to head up to the Peace Talks, I assume. suppose I'll invite yeah. myself to go with y'all then. We're going the same place eventually. Alright. Um, next on your journey as you're passing through, you come across Darius, um, who has a new orifice. Um, currently, over, on you. currently over his, uh, over his shoulder, he is helping a... Uh, he is helping the noble who brought um, Philo here. Um, I laid him out for five minutes. Yosef. He he looks up at you um, uh, through the staff. <laughs> Philo, you look heavenly. You look worse for wear. What happened? It's just a light stabbing. Oh. Yes, okay. man was confused. The the woman next to him looks 
completely un- unsatisfied with this nonplussed um, tone down of uh, of what has transpired. She's like, we were accosted by a giant of a man in an alleyway. If not for this noble gentleman, we surely would have lost our lives and our person. That's how Darius. Such a good man. Yvain is now now poking at Darius with a handkerchief. Like, I leave you alone for five minutes. Philo will just rest her hand on Yosef and give him a comfortable face to be with while he's being carried, I assume. Uh, shoulder, shoulder lead. He's leaning heavily on Darius. Oofers. Um, you reach, um, Verudi's oath, the healer. Um, you open the door. There is a gentleman inside, uh, with a long white coat. And he looks and he goes, hello. Welcome. How can I help? Oh, never Uh, mind. (laughs) Yeah, the case is for, like, stabbing, apparently. Um, oh, um, he looks at both of you. He's like, I, um, not sure which one to treat first. Did you take the sword out? <laughs> I'll, I'll be fine. Just, just take care of this noble gentleman here. He looks at. He's like, I'll be fine. He's like, he'll be. This guy's an elf, right? Does Yvain recognize him? Um, he's half elf, not one you know. Okay, never mind then. He uh, he goes, come over this way. He leads um. The guy over to the table. Um, there's a jingle at the door. Um, and someone comes in. He looks back and he goes, he, he, he looks back and he goes, I'm sorry, I'm kind of busy at the moment. You'll have to wait. And uh, the voice uh, that belongs to whoever's come through the doorway is uh, kind of neutral and, and, uh, a little inhuman, and it goes, Coffrey, I leave you alone for five minutes. You leave my shop. Devastation. And he whips his head over. He goes, Apophet, thank you for being here. I could use some assistance. I have two people bleeding everywhere. Nudge Ajax real fast and real hard. The name. Afrit, um, Apfet, Apfet, Apfet. As you turn to look at Apfet, Apfet is a woman ish, androgynous figure, uh, with an ample Ooh. bosom who is oh. seven feet tall, ash white. Uh, their hair is to the small of their back and wind blown. Uh, their eyes are. Bright orange, and um, there is no discernible pupil or iris to be had. Do I get a visual for this one? Uh, I don't know. Should I? Please. Okay, hold on. Amazonian woman. Fine. Drop it in the one shot. Um, clad in a black robe that uh, reveals a, a phylo level amount of cleavage. Um, I don't even have both. Apophet happily strides both genders as they glide into, as they glide into the room. Boops. Okay. Um, 
Look, also nudges Ajax. Yeah, they look over at uh, they, they they look over at Ajax, who Ajax looks a little tongue tied at the moment. <laughs> um, like, um, hi. <laughs> she she looks. They look down at you and he goes, "Yes, my name is Apophel." Um. I got this wonderful sword, Apophet, that I was supposed to deliver to you. It's um, it's right here, and I pull it out from like my bottom, like left hand, reach it up, try to grab it, give it to her. That is a beautiful weapon. I'll collect it from you in just a moment. I have to address this issue. Um. Good thing, yeah. They uh, they uh, smile at you, black lips, nebulous like the void, as uh, uh, they make their way past you. Philo, you get a good look at the back, which is as open as the front. Mm-hmm. They have wings at some point, but they've been removed. Ouch. Um, Apophet looks at... Uh, Looks at um, the no, uh, Yosef on the table while uh, the uh, the man uh, they called Koffery is uh, applying a healing salve to the hole in his chest, to the sucking chest wound, and uh, uh, Apophet turns towards Darius and goes, "Then I suppose your ministrations will fall to me." Appears that way, ma'am. Um, uh, Apophet uh, presses a palm against the wound in your chest and smiles. Uh, sh- uh, white teeth are even more stark against the darkness of the lip rouge and smiles and goes, worry not little night spawn. This shan't harm you. I trust you implicitly. Um, there is a sudden flurry of a grand leafa discharge at point blank. Um, so there, there's a shimmering radiance around uh, Darius as the wound seals itself shut and the blood crystallizes and flakes off like soot. Why, thank you. Uh, they smile at you and say, it is a pleasure, sir. You may want to word, learn from this one, Yvain, at some point. I don't even know if I can learn spells. Uh, Apophet turns towards Ajax at this point and uh, says, then I shall take the weapon. I hand it to her and I ask, um, do you got like a, a receipt or note saying you received it? Uh, they smile and... Uh, Look over at uh, Coffrey, who is packing the chest wound. Says, would you hand me the pad over there, Coffrey? And uh, he's like, yeah, sure. It's not like I'm trying to staunch blood flow or anything. Yvain uh, goes and gets it instead. <laughs> like the invoice, invoice book. Um, Coffrey smiles down at you, all, you know, teeth. Thank you. Considering her stature, it's Yvain's kind of 
I'm a bad eye level with a belly button. Literally a kid going like this. Happy. Is that games on your phone? (laughs) (laughs) Here's your eight boys book. Um, Alphabet scratches out a note and uh, pulls a page from it and then hands it to Ajax and says, this should suffice. Thank you so much. Do pass on my approval when you see them next. This is an exquisite piece. Oh, I will. And trust, that piece is a really nice piece. I hope you enjoy that. Um, she smile, They smile and uh, kind of cradle the hilt while she takes it over and sets it up on a nice little spot off to the side where she's not going to unintentionally stab anyone. Um, And uh, the group is now free of their current obligation. Uh, do you want to do you want to bring I, the invoice back to the shop, or do you want to go straight to the base talks? We'll probably pass the shop on the way to the um, to the meeting hall. Okay. Uh, I have something to drop off at the magistrate's office if it's still there. Okay. I'm just along for the ride. So I assume whatever. the magistrate's office is still there. I don't know if the dead guy is, though. Oh. So, um, you magistrate's office first because it's closer and on the way. If it um, has a surprise moment of dupiness, apparently. Well, I mean, to be fair, you didn't go to the magistrate's office. She thought, she thought he was saying the magistrate's office might not be there anymore. Oh. Been a lot of blood, and you're rather hungry. It's uh, one of those pop up boutiques. Just kind of shows up wherever it's. The magistrates place. have a mall kiosk. Yeah. <laughs> That's a magistrate. Like as, as he walked away. Okay. Um, anyway, as uh, um, does the rest of the group follow uh, Darius to the uh, magistrates? Yep. All in this together. Yeah. All right. As you go into the nice. you go into the thing, um, you hear this Darius and um tiny cat boy in a coat skedaddles oh, over. Skedaddles over to uh, to Darius and says, Welcome back. I trust the body in the alleyway was part of your handiwork. Uh yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to tell you all about. I see. The uh, the gunshot was somewhat of a giveaway. Tends to be. Anyway, uh, I suppose I am to give you some manner of a document or notice to deliver to the Adventurers Guild. Yes, if that would be uh, capable. Absolutely. Give me just one second. And scampers off, tail flailing behind him as he runs. Out of character. Uwu. Uwu. <laughs> so much uwu. Um He returns a moment later and uh, offers you up a small wooden um token and says simply provide this to the Adventurers Guild and if they have any further questions, they will know 
that Chief Magistrate Castello Zagwave will be the one of which to answer their inquiry. Excellent. Thank you for your time, Your Honor. An absolute delight. Please come again. <laughs> the group is so just like. <laughs> we tip it on then? Yeah, that's, that's all I needed to do. <laughs> just... Let's go. <laughs> okay. Do we. Or something what? just started like playing audio on my computer and I was struggling to find out what it was. Oh, I just love the fact that everybody was like, ooh, ooh, cop. Oh no, I Philo hated every second of that. Nope. Evane didn't know whether she wanted to laugh or hit him a slap. So was that Mal-age. baby legs? Well, Where's normal Mal-age. legs? Anyway, we are moving on. Yep. Head moving on. If the shop is on the way to the Peace Talks, say No, the, the, the shop is out. not on the way to the Peace Talks. The shop is Never further mind, then. Do you go through the back alley again, or do you go through the Grand Feast? I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, we're dropping off the notice for Ajax before we go to the feast meeting. Okay, so you guys go past the place to drop off the feast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Super fast. All right. Uh, you make your way over to, like those grandmas in the mile at or in the mall at six a.m. with their two pound dumbbells, speed walking. Terrible. Um. Alrighty then. Um. You go to the. Um. You go to the place. Uh, Shem smiles when you come and he goes, "Ajax, hey, welcome back. I I trust you delivered the sword." I did, Shim. I um, I got the notice right here, and I hand him the little paper. And he takes it. He goes, "Ah, yes, thank you." And he looks at it, and he goes, "Does this look like someone's name to you?" What does it say? Yeah, it does. Know, doctors and clerics. Their handwriting is a monster. So I just don't. Oh, it's she ridiculous. was a. She seemed like a very fancy woman that would have some intense handwriting. He goes, I, I do not doubt. I, I trust you. You have you've delivered well first. You have Shem's trust. I know you have done the job I've asked. I'm simply commenting that I, I feel as if clerics and the like do not... They, they reach a certain point when they are three or four and then just say, yeah, I don't need to write anything. It's fine. No one's going to read it anyway. Anyway, I talk too much here. He, uh, he fishes a, a bag of uh, Orem out from behind the thing and tosses it to you. He goes, 500 Orem, as promised. Thanks, Sean. I got to head out of here, though. We're going to go to the uh, the festival area. Fantastic. Go, have fun, drink, be merry, find pretty ladies. Do what makes you happy, my friend. Yes, we will. pretty ladies with him. He, he looks and he goes, yes, but you are very high fluting. Not type to look at him, I do not think, and... The I've other been one hanging off of his arms all day. What are you talking about? Ah, yes, about? there is hanging, and then there is hanging. Uh, <laughs> I do not think you're hanging from him, which I mean, you may be missing. He's a very good man, very handsome, very handsome predator. He's a child. Very well, off you go then. 
for all children. What was it you were going to say about me? <laughs> Nothing, my little princess. You look dashing. Did you just call her little? <laughs> and Tyler's just going to turn and walk away while laughing. She's like, bye-bye. Have a nice day now. Goodbye. <laughs> Can't wait for us to get out now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Onwards. Onwards. Into the thick of it. Speed walk times two to the meeting on time. Okay. We're we're probably fashionably late at this point. Odds or evens, Dan? Odds. Okay. Um, Your group sneaks into the peace talks. Um, amidst uh, a flurry of uh, shouting. Um, Prince Gaspard is up in uh, Stalingrad's face. Um, screaming at him, going, I would gut you where you stand, but for my respect for the proceedings going on here. And Stalingrad smiles and he goes, please don't stop admiring. And Noir is just standing off to the side, just the 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 face. As then that, casually strolls over to him. Is like, I don't think this is going the way you hoped it would. I haven't killed him yet. We're doing fine. Fair enough. That's, that's progress, then. I mean, it's better than nothing, I suppose. Noir uh, walks over and he goes. Prince Gaspard, clearly you need to sit down and take a moment. And he goes, you would tell! And he turns towards Nora Nora. Just... Mm. And he goes, perhaps you're right. And he walks back over to the other side. They're like one of those bottles of wine that just kind of like sit in a chill box or something, just hanging around. Or champagne, not wine. Uh, not currently. Uh. There's no booze vendor. There's no guy walking around. Hot dogs, peanuts, box <laughs> wine. Is there somebody sitting around who's not looking at their drink or like looking off in the other direction? Odds or even? Uh, yes. I'm going to grab it. Okay. They do not notice. They're yeah. enraptured watching the proceedings. I'm going to walk it over to Gaspard and just set it down next to him and then just sit. Sit where? Next to him. You're sitting at the table with the nobles? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just here for the front seat view. All right. I had to tell him to chill the fuck out. All right. You notice um, You notice. Um, Essex is sitting up in his usual seat with, uh, his, fan- with uh, his siblings. Little tiny wave. Uh, a smile it reciprocated. Probably um, look at confusion as why the fuck are you right there? <laughs> uh Gaspard I... Gaspard looks at this and he looks at you and he goes, Excuse me, who are you? Name's Philomene. I'm a friend of Blackstone. Just figured you could use a drink. Seemed a little on edge. That's one way of putting it. Nor has uh, walked over to the Demon Lord side of things and says, 
Am I to assume that you have no desire whatsoever that there's any sort of result from this, and you're wasting everyone's time? The Demon Lord says, well, that would be an interesting choice of events, considering the amount of work you put in yesterday. Yes. Well, then am I to assume that you either lack the intelligence or the charisma to be respectful of the proceedings in front of you? And to which point the demon lord's face darkens a little bit and he goes, what did you say? I said that if this means to wit to you, perhaps you could put in a little effort to rein in your thug. Clearly he's just looking to exacerbate the situation and there will be no constructive process from this if you're going to allow them to troll the others like bitter children in a school. Yeah. Uh, the the demon lord, after a moment, looks over at Thelengrad and goes, Thelengrad, please, behave yourself a little. The general's uh, smile turns into a sour frown, and he sits back and crosses his arms in his chair like a petulant child. Noir turns back to the noble family and says, you're going to have to make some sort of concession if you want to open up grounds for this conversation. The uh, queen of uh, the queen of Ismeth, um knots an angry fist and uh, and glares daggers at Noir and she says, "We." Offer them nothing. They come at us time and again. They kill our people, our loved ones and friends. They show no respect to anyone. Why should we give them any sort of consideration for this? And uh, to which uh, Nor looks her, like, he, he lowers himself a little bit and he meets her gaze. And he says, I understand the loss that you have taken to have had your husband and your sons taken from you by Rabinastra. But this is not Rabinastra. This is Rujin Stainblade. Rabinastra is dead. Your soldiers had him drawn and quartered outside the city gates. He is no more much the same as you would expect people to treat you for your own actions and your own capacity. You must give others that same virtue if we are to show that you are civilized, educated people capable of common ground. Um, is there, uh, are there any empaths in the room? Uh, from the moment he makes eye contact with her Onward, you feel her emotional height just tick, 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 tick. And by the time he's finished speaking, she is calm as a Hindu cow. She uh, nods quietly at what he says. Says, Chancellor Bray, surely 
there's some manner of accommodation that could be reached. You have been instrumental in helping Her Majesty continue the recovery operations following the end of the False King's War. He uh, kind of he, he kind of blinks and snaps out of whatever reverie he's in and, and shuffles through some papers and he says, looking at the statistics of things, we don't have open space that would be appropriate for the Demon Lord, for Lord Stainblade to set up a place of residence. The uh, most of our outlying areas are currently in the fact of recovering after the recent attacks and sieging. Perhaps, uh, perhaps um, uh, King Thrifkin would be willing to offer up some of the uh, space on the Crimson Isle, um, adjacent to Blood Moon. Uh, the uh, the uh, demon lords. Uh, one of the demon lords' generals looks up and says, "You do realize that everything that's not Blood Harbor is inhospitable mountain range. Can't even farm goats up there. What would you expect people to do? Cling to the rocks on the side and wait for a stiff breeze to topple them into the ocean? Hard. And also, it's like and an, also like, it's sorry. No, it's all good." Oh, so it's Danuki territory. You can't exactly kick them out. Evane, we can offer them refuge. Evane oh. shouts from the audience. And then... Uh, I mean, it doesn't really seem fair to kick them out of their homes. Wherever we send them, we're going to be kicking people out of their homes. It's either we kick them out of their homes or many more people start losing their homes again. I mean, part of... Part of Stoneblade's problem is the is the way we treat the demi races. Surely, treating an entire section of demi races the way he does not want them to be treated kind of goes against the point. Noir turns towards the group uh, and uh, Noir turns towards the audience and says, "Your Majesty, perhaps you would like to come and take a seat with the other uh, members of the royal family, if you'd like to contribute." Then sheepishly makes her way over. <laughs> the file is just existing with the nobles right now. A letter I, and I, just I had thought Evane had, had already gone over to Noir, so she was already relatively close to proceedings anyway. I'm just kicking back. Wish I had the popcorn. No kidding. Um, I, there I is a flask out. And... There is again the uh, the. The noble in black clothes with the uh, the bright shiny gold eyes sitting in the front row watching all of this with just the most look of rapt amusement on his face. I mean, we could always give them the town of Runda. What now? The Danuki. We could give them Runda. I'm trying to remember why Runda is important out of character. Philo's hometown. Well, I suppose I suppose the enti- the the in- the residents of that entire town were slaughtered by a vampire about twenty years ago, and there's there's no one there now. 
Mm-hmm. Trifkin says it's 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 out of line to expect all the Danukis to vacate the forest lands over there for some anomalous location on the other side of Ismith. Their family has been in the woods forest land. It's the same. He goes, it's not the same. It's ambiguous over the mountains and it's something else. The Danuki have existed over in these forests for the better part of 20 generations. Well, then we give the demon Lord Rundra. I'm sorry. And considering that is in the territory of my parents, I will probably have to actually ask them before we just let Stoneblade and his people move in there. Stoneblade. The nobility there are already Sorry. dead. They held their own proceedings. What happened to them is an absolute travesty, but they were their own people and they governed the land on their own. Asurlia says, offering us a dead pound to accommodate thousands of demi-humans who do not have places that are not slave harbors seems a rather token gesture. They died because there was a vampire, apparently, who went around attacking and killed the entire town. That was 20 years ago. Nobody's yeah, claimed he, the he land got, since. he got me on my way back from investigating. Prince Gaspard's head snaps over and looks at Yvain. Everybody's head does. Yes, yes, I am aware. As soon as I open my mouth, you probably cop it. It's not like it's a massive secret. Noir says, if I could please divert people's attention back to the matter. In any case, it's still not fair to expect the Danuki to give up the home that they have been living in for generations. Okay, then not the Danuki. Give it, give Rundra to Stainblade. Stainblade. Um, I was there before the callings. I can speak for the town. And provided the rest of the Elven Kingdom is okay with it. I mean, you didn't care to check on them for 20 years after they all perished, so 20 I don't years see why a- you would care. Noir says, again, can I please divert the attention back to the matter at hand? He looks back towards the Demon Lord's group and he says, if the royal family of the elves is willing to consent to that, would that region be applicable to you? It's one town established, but there's surely forest land and potential farmland adjacent that could be used. Um, the uh, the blue skin guy with the horns, Adel Kahir, goes. Do you even really recognize the authority of the elves anymore? There's what eighty of them on a good day. Fairly certain that humanity had swung itself all over everybody who was there and within hip shot. And I mean, what does it say that you're? that you have a prostitute over here willing to speak on the behalf of the rest of them. Which uh, Noir, Noir turns <clears throat> towards him and he says, 
that is irrelevant. She needs to talk. The because last ex- living one of that land. I ex- excuse me. I need to apologize. Whore's a whore. There, I said it. A whore is a whore, but a whore also grew up in that town and is willing to allow you to live there after everything that you've done. Nor stalks over to the thing and leans down to be closer to the guy's face and he goes, regardless, you do not get to speak in a disparaging manner to any of the people sitting here. This is an open place where everyone is a lot of respect. Now, apologize. He looks over at um, the the demon lord like, you can't be serious. And Nor slams his fist down and he goes, apologize now! And the guy looks back and he goes, withdraw my statement. I apologize for speaking out of turn. Nora straightens up. He says, if you want respect, you have to give it. It isn't everyone's birthright to be given it at first. And regardless, he turns to look over at Asurlia when she opens her mouth to speak. And he says, regardless of whether or not you feel you were given it at the beginning, if you expect to be given it now, you will return it in kind. Honestly, I'm not surprised none of you have managed to get anything done. You bicker like children. Every moment you do this, more people die. You can look at the faces of the people here. And while some of them, the nobles, may not truly understand the cost of blood and flesh, you can look at the people of their lands and know full well that they know what it is like. These people have lost loved ones, friends, brothers in arms. This needs to be respectful. This needs to be considerate and it needs to be treated with the kind of dignity these proceedings deserve. The uh, um, Falingrad looks at him and he goes, Again, I don't really understand what your stake is in any of this. And why this matters. I don't understand why we're listening to you in the first place. This is ridiculous. We should be doing what we did before. This is a s- talking will yield nothing. Nor walks up to him. Walks up to him. And in a quiet voice that has... He speaks quietly, but the weight of what he says has a a visceral effect on you. Everybody feels the weight of of the words as they come out of him. And he says, Talking 
yields no result for you because you are deaf to everything that does not suit your personal dialogue. My reason for being here is none of your concern, Valengrad. But I will tell you this. If you continue to disrespect these proceedings, I will kill you myself. There is not a person in this room who could save you. Look me in the eye and tell me I'm lying. There is an element of fear in Valengrad's face as he meets the mediator's gaze. I withdraw my criticisms for now. That's the first smart thing you've said since you got here. Can we resume, please? Nora straightens up from him and turns to the rest of the nobles and says... It is important that you all look into this and consider a legitimate response to this. Whether you're offering them the land to the north of the Broken Crown on the other side of the mountain range or the easternmost region of Varudi, can't help but notice that neither of you has made any sort of attempt to offer up anything in this conversation thus far. Your Majesties. I'm not here to make the demons kowtow to you. I'm here to make you act in a way that benefits the people who suffer at your negligence. I expect you to come back to this table tomorrow. I expect you to come here with legitimate offers, genuine input, and something that shows me that any one of you is at least worth half the clothes you're wearing. His proceedings are closed. Get the fuck out of my sight. Nor straightens up his back and he walks away from the group and um, the people leave with somewhat of a chastised expression. Mm. Noir um, moves away from uh, things, and there is, he, he licks his lips and he flexes his hand, and there is just a sliver of the most raw rage in him, just for an instant before it blinks out. And, uh, when he turns around, the uh, Dan, will you please delete that comment from the feed? Um, when he turns back towards uh, the proceedings, the noble uh, in the black suit with the uh, the golden eyes is there, and he smiles at him, and he goes, "I like you, so much fire, no fucks to give, bossing around people who spend human lives like coins." 
Noir. I got, I got, I got a call and now I'm lost. What happened? You're muted, Dan. The meeting ended. That's it. Oh. We just yelled at nobles to get their shit together. He looks at, he looks at him, he goes, Noir, yes? Yes, I don't believe I caught your name. He goes, no. I haven't. At which point he just turns and walks away and Noir just kind of looks after him like, what the fuck just happened? I have no idea. Who is he? Not a clue. Um, uh, Lord Blackstone makes his way down to uh, the floor and he says... Uh, Your method of dealing with them is unorthodox, but I appreciate seeing somebody willing to put the nobility in their place for these things. They are very comfortable from their ivory towers. Sound fascinating. Nora just looks at him and he says, Ivory is surprisingly fragile. And when it falls takes on the color of the mud and the muck. They can sit up there and obfuscate themselves behind money and the nobility of birth, but eventually they're going to fall, and it may not be the demon lord who tears them down. There are worse things and compromising with the monsters that these people have created. They will come here. And they will do things that will make all of this so much more horrible than you have the slightest thing. I've seen things that make the stories of the Ash Mother seem tame. And I'd rather not see them here. Glance away. <clears throat> so if you have any authority over these people or any ear that they might listen to, Duke Blackstone, was it? Was, yes, Essex Blackstone. If you have any influence over any of these people or any way to take an ear, Duke Blackstone, I encourage you to do this place is going to burn if they don't find a way to come together. Noor steps away from it and gives uh, Blackstone a a slight bow and then uh, heads for the the doorway access out. Just a quiet little walk over to Blackstone, like place it aside. Niven is just kind of looking around. Like she's very aware of the fact that she basically just announced herself to Gaspard. Yeah, the nobles are not currently here at the moment, so that's saving you any sort of retribution. 
Oh, good. Okay. But yeah, you totally just did out yourself in front of the Mean Girls Club. Congratulations. Yeah. Also, I, you just a- gave me an alibi. Congratulations. <laughs> but I mean, she, she's aware of the fact that she gives herself away as soon as she opens her mouth. So it's not exactly a secret. Open mouth, insert foot. It is kind of a secret because literally nobody has said anything about it. Been I mean, if anybody is actually looking at her when she talks, you know. If they possess knowledge about the species that, uh, you know. A lettering was sitting in the but back. That's what she meant by blood. Okay. Plus, <laughs> she didn't technically say she was a vampire. She just said she was attacked. She's just like, abort, abort, pull back, pull back. Yeah, take back what you said. I need more garlic bread. Again, she never technically said she was a vampire. She just said she was attacked. Esteban, are you, or is Darius still in his seat from before? Uh, I mean, I guess the show is over, so. Yeah. <laughs> Light golf clapping. Yeah. And a um, bunch of chastised nobles. Yep, yep. I don't often get to see him like that, so. It's the best part of the Favorite. night. Shut up, soldier. Um, from your seat, because you're kind of sitting up there by yourself for the most part, mm-hmm. um, a uh, noble in black clothes with a very shiny gold eyes sits down next to you. It says that. You don't carry yourself like that. Much older, more refined. The movements don't move you like it does the others. It's all ripples in the water, isn't it? It's a way to say it, that's for sure. His comment about the moderator's stake in things is interesting. What what stake do you have in these things? What what will this war or this end of war mean to you? Uh, I mean, overall, I'd say the end of the war would probably be a good thing for me and my kind. He nods slowly as you are. Those are kind. Explains explains why why the time is different. Why you, it doesn't phase you. How many of their lifetimes have you lived through? Uh, I mean, people can live pretty short lives these days, so a few. He nods. A few. Interesting. He hops up out of his chair and goes, thank you for indulging my curiosity. Anytime, sir. He uh, goes to, uh, he, he starts walking away and then he stops and he turns back towards you and he goes, you were with the tiny one yesterday. Sir. Are you still? Do you 
is there love, compassion, connection between you and her? She's taken it upon herself to hire me on as a help in hand. We've lost the dead. Peggy, come back. Seriously typing. She's having a brief power outage. Might be good for a pause anyway. Yeah, might be a good time for a break. All right, you guys want to? We can do that. We'll, uh, we uh, we kind of played through our break earlier. We were all in the <laughs> middle of things. So um, we will take a quick five-minute break because we're almost at the end of our session. So uh, feel free to stretch legs, do things, and we'll be right back in just a minute. Yeesh. Four, three, two, one. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Uh, Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. Um, (laughs) uh, So uh, uh, you're the uh, the stranger, the the noble with the the odd eyes up in the uh, stands next to uh, Darius. And and he goes, the the small one, you you have uh, love romance connection of some kind between you. I'm something of a hired hand. You you like this arrangement? Works pretty fine for me. That's good. You uh, should be close in eyes. Then tomorrow they come to kill that one. Eyes forward. And uh, as, as if uh, as if that is as if he is not giving you the most cryptic of things out of his grab bag, uh, he smiles and turns and walks up the the stairway and out the door at the back of the stands. Weird. What was that guy's name again? He has not said. Oh well. An answer for later then. So what does the group do now? Standing in this lot. The group plus random noble. Yeah. Uh, was this the stab one or is this a different one? No, this is the one that Philo left with the evening before. Ah, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them, it's hard to keep track. Uh, Duke Blackstone is who was just kind of standing around with us one now. Mm-hmm. Philo is just kind of beside him, looking down. Just waiting to be chided for speaking out. Yvonne just kind of drifts over to her and is just like, oh, I suppose I've just basically painted a target on my back, have I? You're a vampire? I mean, I was attacked by one. Do you require blood sustenance? Yes. Should be careful who knows that sort of thing. That could be privileged information. <laughs> Damn it, cat. <laughs> I, I feel like every time I open my mouth, people are going to notice anyway. I mean, I've got the teeth. Um, I think people aren't looking specifically for it. Obviously, the four of us have been fooled. 
family, except for Darius. I straight up to Darius. <laughs> the group looks up at Darius in his seat. <laughs> Had his feet up. <laughs> Blackstone I mean, looks I'm up at him. Sure, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Ulti- ultimate hoity toity. Fucking holy night would have already guessed it anyway. Blackstone leans over to you, Philo, and he goes, You know, I find his ability to sit up there as if he has no cares whatsoever so respectable. I think he's just here to sightsee more than anything else. I, I don't know who he is. Freedom. I mean, he, he, kind, he approached me my first day here and. And now he's kind of my bodyguard, I guess. Which reminds me, I should probably start paying him for that. That does typically make bodyguards very happy. Yeah. Philo. He is getting free accommodation. Staying in my room. Philo. Mm. Oh. Mm. I would like a word, please. Mm-hmm. I'll leave you to it. She walks away. No, back. A letter and just passes his flax, flask over to Ajax, like there. I don't feel she, like drinking alone. She's, she's, looped, she's looped a ledger in Ajax with her, and she's like, we're going over here now. <laughs> yeah. Go to Darius. I'll watch from a distance. Okay, yeah. she 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 hauls the two bios off with her and she she plonks everybody down with Darius. <laughs> Anybody got some popcorn? There's literally no point in me having popcorn. I wish there was. It would have been a perfect accompaniment to the events of tonight. Speaking of at this point, letter and and uh, Ajax's bellies make the appropriate noises. I ate once today. It's, it's more than real meat. We all ate once today. Well, <laughs> most of us ate once today. Yeah, I'm really hungry. Actually, I haven't ate today. Mr. Um, well, Eldrin, would you like to go get some dinner here soon? That sounds like a plan. I've burnt enough calories today. Working that blacksmith job, swinging that hammer. That's all I know, man. Hey, you worked off Same. all the bacon and eggs this morning. <clears throat> Blackstone uh, kind of looks back up at the group and says, if you'd like to help yourselves along, I'll send Philo to join you shortly. Grand. So, I guess let's go back to the platter. All right. Yeah. The group departs, and now Philo is alone. Coin with the cup of wine that she brought her. Oh, no, I was going to say anything. Black, uh, Blackstone. Um, navigates you backwards 
until you uh, you feel the uh, the the cold stone of the bleacher seating uh, up against you. Uh, don't kill me in here. That's not a good look. Maybe. He looks down at you and he goes, "It's very hard to try and be seductive and to give you presents when you won't look me in the face." <sighs> The, the, the just deep breath out and then just look at him straight in the eyes. Okay. It is it is um, a look that does not say I'm going to kill you. Okay. There's a lot of other things, but it doesn't say that. Okay. She's no longer dead. I forgot that I had acquired a gift for you before you left this morning. Why would you give me a present? He smiles at you and he goes, because I'm terribly fond of you, in case you haven't noticed. Do you think I spend this much time with all of the elf women who come through? Is it only elf women? You really have that big time. He uh, reaches into his coat and he produces the uh, coiled uh, piece of filigree, fancy uh, metals and gemstones that um, Ajax delivered the night before. Oh, lovely. I just handed it directly to the source then. Uh, And she'll look it over and just smile and is it like a bracelet, a necklace, what is it? He smiles at you and he leans down and he goes... If you clip the chain around your neck and wear it about your waist, it spins a dress of light. Because I don't think anything shows so radiantly on how perfectly beautiful you are. Hey, he steps back from you. Just hands clasped behind his back while you're holding the, the coil of thing. I think a uh, more private showing would be appropriate. We don't just want anybody walking in here. I mean, he did let us come in. I don't expect as much. Um, I thought perhaps after you went and had a meal with your associates, perhaps you might grace me with your visit again. Um, same place. Indeed. Why don't you just join us for dinner? I have other things I need to take care of. Discussions with my siblings and the like. Also this other noble who's shown up has me curious. um, Did they arrive today? No, the uh, the fellow in the black. No, he was here yesterday as well. Well, I'll um, I'll meet you after I have dinner with the rest of my riffraff. And she'll like lean up on her tippy toes and like give him a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Just thank him for the gift, and then they'll 
do that awkward thing where they walk in the same direction after saying goodbye? Actually, no. Um, as you start to walk, he puts his hand on your arm to stop you, and he goes, Why do you always look like you're expecting to be struck? You were terrified um, of me. Always anticipating the worst of the worst when it comes to uh, authority. You might hope that by now I was more than just a four. Well, yes, but, you know, I've done something out of line, and there are things I am far more concerned about than social faux pas. I killed the entire town of Rundra. He looks at you quietly and he smiles at you and he says, My secrets are better. <laughs> and then he turns and he walks away. Does that mean you're actually a god? <laughs> he walks out the other side of the uh, of the, the the meeting space and turns to the right down the hallway. <laughs> She's gonna like put put the coil as best as she can without getting it tangled on her back and move on and tuck her coin purse back into the inside of her bottoms. I I still haven't finished working out what her workflows look like, so <laughs> we're assuming there's like I put things somewhere. in things in places yeah. and it all works somehow. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, whenever the anime chick wearing a bikini pulls out a bazooka and you're like, where'd that come from? Don't ask questions. Size queen. Anyways. Yes. Dinner. All right. How far does the rest of the group go? Um, do they head all the way to the platter? Or do you all wait just somewhat out of earshot for her to come out? We are walking slowly. Okay. Yes. But schnitzel. Like we're, we're on the move, but we're not like, like we're not schnitzel. waiting for her, but we're not, we're not not waiting for her. Okay. And then Philo, if she's walking a normal pace, catches up to you all on your way. Hey. Hi. It wasn't as bad. He just uh, gave me a present. Also, Ajax, thank you so much for delivering that. Why? What happened? Was he being sarcastic or is it actual thanks? No, it's actual thanks. You're welcome. what, What you delivered to Blackstone ended up in my hands. Oh, then you're welcome. I would tip you if I already bought your armor, so. Oh, my God. You're, you're good. And the group makes its way back to the silver platter, um, which is in full bore this evening. The, the uh, people are feasting and celebrating. The bards are playing. Um, the uh, serving maiden uh, uh, is running about like a maniac, delivering food and attempting to avoid getting her arse pinched um, as she she bobs to and fro. I will stab hands if I see anybody touch this woman. Violet she just exclaims to the room. 
she she breezes past you. Uh, her hair is mostly black, but the front of it is dyed a stark bright green. Mm-hmm. And uh, she smiles at you, obviously tired, but doing her best to keep up. She goes, hi, take a seat. I'll be with you in just a minute. You take your time. We have rooms here. We know where you work. Your group, uh, you find a table to take a seat. And then just kind of flops into a chair. A veteran grabs the hilt of his dagger and is like, looks like you might need some help with this hand stabbing around here. Just a single hand on the furball. Uh, so, Vane. Here, sweet Her Majesty Vane and Arius. Mm-hmm. You just not eat normal food, or no? I tried for like two weeks and I threw up all the time. That's disgusting. How do you plan on? Do, do you just like drag people into dark corners? I discovered last night that I actually can't even do the thing unless I have like complete consent. Like I have to ask them first. When you. I suppose I suppose I, I, I have manners. That's, That's rather good. nice of you. Yeah. Uh, um when you have to eat, does it always turn the person into Don't think so. Otherwise I feel like there'd be a lot more vampires running around. <laughs> to say there isn't, you know, we weren't thankful to tell. I, 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 can, I can tell. Like, I, I have this whole thing where I can tell. Well, you're a shrine maiden. Speaking of, how does that even work? I <laughs> doesn't have burnt myself last night. Oh. That's, I mean, um... I, I, I still have some of the abilities. Some of them are fine, but any of them that use holy magic are, are a bit of a no-go. Well, at least I don't have to live by those chastity vows. Just throwing it out there. You I have mean, a I'm much pretty, older I'm... vampire right here you could ask. I mean, I mean I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I've been excommunicated at this point, so. You know. Well, if. I, I was given over to a church that will throw you away like an old shoe as soon as you don't fit the image. Well, Darius, um, when you feed, does it turn everybody into vampires? Not Are every there? time, no. It's, uh, it's there. It is an intentional act. Well, if you don't intend and you need to feed, you can just not in front of people. I like try not to leave a scar somewhere. Not in front of people. I'm messaging uh, Esteban the the fineries of the whole thing. I mean, we don't we don't even have to kill them. I don't think. No, I would hope not. You'd run out of willing participants pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean the whole area around Potter would be. What they are. Okay. I mean. No paint scarring will occur. I can guarantee that. 
explain if that, that that lad you were you were with last night is anything or yesterday is anything to go by it's apparently a relatively enjoyable experience for a percentage of our kind yes I, mean, I wouldn't know i haven't actually tried yet the only the only meal question mark i have had is out of a cup oh yeah 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 because some somehow ha- at least half of the people I have met since arriving here just automatically know, which is why I assumed that everybody knows as soon as they look at me. Maybe they know because they're also vampires. I don't know. It doesn't seem like every single person I've met immediately like is a vampire. I mean, Navarre's not a vampire. He knew. You get the look after a while. Like, I felt like at this point it was, it might as well just write it across my forehead. I mean, at the very least, the Holy Knight would know. He'd be able to tell. I would say just keep it to yourself and use us until we know. I agree. That's something to hold close to your vest for the time being. So, how often do you have to eat Darius? Uh, I mean, I don't exactly have like a a list of a quota I need to make. But it is uh, not necessarily a significant portion. A lot of people, if, if you're careful about your feeding and can, uh, you know, spread it out, shouldn't take much more than several units over the course of a month. Princess, you're probably going to have to Emily Bathos this. Or Elizabeth. Elizabeth Bathory. Bathory, thank you. Not Look, I, I was giving her a fictional name. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> not, not a gay yeah. reference. <laughs> a name that sounded suspiciously like another reference that would not apply to a Venidia. Are you suggesting that I bathe in virgin's blood? Just collect them. I don't think you're going to find many virgins after this party. (laughs) Collecting virgins is weird. Plus, I'm pretty sure I might might be the only one left here at this point, apart from any other shrine maidens. (laughs) The uh, server comes by. She goes, hi, sorry for the wait. What can I get you all? Schnitzel! Like, I'm going to guess that's a sausage. It is a cutlet. Breaded meat cutlet. Yeah, it's a breaded meat cutlet fried. Shallow fried. It's not one I'm familiar with, but we'll... Chicken fried steak. I'll ask Grizz. I'm sure sure Grizz can can come up with it. He's very good at what he does. Give him a side of vegetables as well. He looks unhealthy. All right, side of vegetables. Uh, give me some grain that's been aged in liquid for about 12 years. He wants beer. Is, is, that's, yeah, I was going to say that's a, yeah, that's whiskey. Oh, okay. Hey, Nevaeh doesn't know. She doesn't drink. <laughs> she goes, okay. Whiskey, fried meat, and a side of vegetables. No vegetable platter. Okay. She looks at Vane and Darius, like... Good. 
Uh, I'll take the largest sausage that you have. All right. And um, you, sir. I think I'll just take a medium well cheeseburger. All right. Meat and bread. Good choice. All right. Um, drinks? The best wine you have. Okay. You already got my order. Indeed. Hard to miss. Yeah, let's do um, let's do some just like a mixed drink of whiskey. Okay. Hey, she she looks at Evan and Darius, and she goes, "Do I ask?" I mean, I did order extra beef sausage. Right, I didn't know she's asking for drinks. Oh, uh, water. Okay. I'm good, thanks. Okay. She uh, she whisks herself away to provide. Wait, you can eat sausage, but you can't. No, I throw up. Hmm. I got throw up a glass of wine yesterday. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Just curious. Can't say I've ever had a conversation with a vampire before. Are you? Hungry? And then it kind of occurs to them. Why can you eat? Why can you eat? And I can't. Darius. What was that? Mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why can you eat and I can't? Uh, it varies from subject to subject. Our curse is not one uniform thing. We all manifest our abilities in different ways. You got shafted. She's kind of goes, she like leads forward and puts her head on the table. If you're hungry after dinner, I don't mind stepping aside. I have a um, rather stately room that we can go into. I have the honeymoon suite. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I'm pretty sure my parents just picked the most expensive room in the place. Thank you. That's strange to put something so small and innocent in, but okay. Yeah, no, I know. I get the feeling they probably didn't look too closely at what the room actually was. They just picked the most expensive room in the inn. Well, they prepared you for a festival, so. <clears throat> Darius food and... Yep, food arrives. Nom, nom, nom. It's 10.15. And just keeps her head on the table for the entire meal. Slides the sausage over to Ajax. You don't want this thing? Can you not eat it? No, I can't. Why did you order it then? It's a growing boy. He needs his, his protein. He is right about that. Thanks, Darius. Have you seen those guns? He's got four of them. <laughs> if he looks at Darius's hip, guns? I mean, to be fair, that's probably a smart move to order food to draw suspicion away from yourself. That has not occurred to Evane. Also, also <laughs> a true fact, yes. Evane is also talking about herself in third person. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were do- if we were having this discussion in character or out. Oh, who'd we lose? Huh. Oh. Ajax. Ajax, yeah. Oh. So if back. if you both need to feed at the same time, is that like a, a threat? 
Uh, I don't really uh, look at it is, that way, but I've, I've only I've only had this like two weeks. Somebody else answer this question, please. <laughs> <laughs> the poor girl hasn't even fed yet. <laughs> well, we're going to do that later tonight. Uh, either way, that was just curious if you could like both go at once. Or, it it would be taxing to the. Yeah, you only have so much blood asset. to go around. Exactly. Yeah. So they were really, really just done with life. Somebody order yeah, some orange I juice don't... and cookies. I don't really like the idea of actually killing people. Oh, you so... don't know how to limit yourself, do you? I'm like... Okay, so let me get this straight. You don't turn when you bite somebody, right? Right. Yeah, we're not. No, no ill. A letter and just kind of shivers a little bit at the mention of zombies. For the impasse in the room, it is a little deep, like a gut fear that hits him when that happens. <laughs> and there's no real ill effects whatsoever, right? I mean, you I do mean, apart lose from probably some blood, anemia. Yeah. Probably anemia, maybe a little. Okay, just throwing it out there. Have yourself some liver afterwards. I'm having steak that's, you know, breaded and fried right now. But, you know, it's, I got a lot of iron right here. I'm volunteering. And I'm not going to be that mobile tomorrow anyway. It's like a little juice pack. Yeah. Yeah, you... You might get some secondhand alcoholism, but you know. It's an awful way to refer to people. The offer's well, on the I'm table. I'm letting you use me. If you need to feed, of course. If not, then I'm happy going yeah, down. But the, but the fact is, there's and... two of you, and that, that seems like it's overkill for one person. A, a, a bit, possibly. It sounds like fun time. You kind of need your blood there, Philo. That is true. What do I do? Walk around all day shopping? You need your blood to be able to do that, Philo. What if I just sit all day? I mean, a, li- a little bit should be fine. I mean, I, I don't know. Do I need, how much do I need? Do I, do I need, like, a lot? It's there? not, like, a very extreme amount. I would judge. I mean, I'm assuming it. I'm assuming it'd work a bit like grazing, where you have like regular snacks. Pretty much, that's like how a I couple treat. Of big meals. Exactly. You sip, sip on occasion, and that should be more than sufficient. Fabulous excitement slowly mounting. Going to be cattle grass for the princess of the elves. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> oh, this. Food. Yeah, food got here. Nom, 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 nom. Yes. If Rain is suddenly waxing lyrical about the benefits of leafy green vegetables. 
I can't tell if if uh, Philo is uncomfortable with the conversation or if Dan is uncomfortable with the conversation. <laughs> yes. What for what? <laughs> the drinking. Oh no no no, no that's fine. Nine. You you are literally Pugsley in the turkey outfit from Adam's Family Values. Eat me. (laughs) (laughs) She's offering herself for the Princess of the Elves. It's like an honor, but also like really, really, really trying to befriend her so that she doesn't think anything poorly of her. Welcome back, Agent. I'm so sorry. My Wi-Fi just crashed again. It's all good, man. Um, basically, all you missed was that Philo and Eldrin basically offered themselves up as Kool-Aid juice packs for the vampires in the room. For the night! Oh. Okay. Uh, I do need to return to my noble, though. Luckily enough for you, I can't drink you, so... I know, I'm a tetracor. Yeah, you're like, not palatable. Why can't you drink him? Does it, like, taste to it? It is, is non sustaining for our kind. On that vein, I take it affinity or the same. Similar, yes. So I take it I'm like the universal donor sitting here. Yeah, you're like O positive. Fun fact, I am. <laughs> hey, Kool-Aid! We learned something <laughs> about fuzzy today. <laughs> I can give all of you blood. You probably wouldn't want it, though. I'm AD negative. Same. I think I may be something as well. I'm like that super common O something. Yeah, O negative three. Yeah, I'm 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 AB negative. If if I'm ever a pint low, I'm kind of boned. I don't actually know my blood type. I'm assuming it's AB negative, considering my mom's is AB negative. Or it's AB positive. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway. So the group. Um, eats, they drinks, they bees marries. Yvain sits for most of the evening with her head on the table. I have to be in the noble's room before the noble gets there, so... Are you gonna let, uh, Yvain take a sip real quick? Yep. Uh, if you want to, I can show you to our room, that way I don't have to possibly faintly stumble down the stairs and look like an absolute drunk loon. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, while they're off doing that, uh, I want to talk to Eladrin and Ajax for a moment. Okay. So we the talk. two, the two, the two ladies uh, go upstairs to um, to experiment. Yes. 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 It's college <laughs> all over again. Just uh, for some reason, I'm thinking of that song by Ashniko. Yeah. Summer party. Yes. Accurate. Oh, God, we played Dress Up earlier, too. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I wondered when you'd catch on. If <laughs> is singing that to Blackstone. Oh, Lord. I think you killed Den. I love it. 500 bonus XP to Evane for killing Den. Nice. One shot, one kill. Um, so I'm going to divulge the contents of the uh, conversation I had with the gold-eyed noble. All right, speak as a... Uh, oh, God, I think we lost Ajax again. Oh, yep. oh no. Oh, no, no, he's still here. No. <laughs> Yay! It's right. alive! You're muted, though. There we go. It muted me for some reason. This thing is weird. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay, man. No worries. It happens. It's not a good. It happens. Um, go ahead and divulge as your character would. 
um, the information. Okay. Um, I will type to Den and Digia about their side of things. So I had a mildly uh, threatening conversation with this noble individual. Don't know his name. Gold eyes. Very edge lordy. Kind of trimmed to the man. Uh, right. He's going to be making an attempt on the uh, on the little one here soon. Not necessarily him, but someone. Uh, I doubt he would if he's telling. Not me him about personally, it. but it's somebody under his employer, somebody he knows about, anyway. So, I found myself in the position of having to ask for a little assistance while uh, keep an eye on the little lady. That would yeah. create all kinds of problems if an elven princess just gets herself killed. True. Very true. We can't be having that. I'm in. Yeah, I'm uh, in too. Do my best to see that you are compensated fairly. Uh, you shall get an equal share of loot. That is that is what I can promise. I mean, that is what it is. You just stick to her like a hawk. That's the plan. I'll try and stay close by this time. As long as one of us is, then uh, we should be mostly fine. Let's see, and where are y'all staying right now? Well, I stayed here last night, but it wasn't my room, so. I'll try and see if I can get accommodation here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be most helpful. Yeah, I got a I got a room here, but I don't. I think it's just a one bed. But as long as you're you're in the immediate area, that's all that counts. Yeah, I'll be here in the morning. The. So, Server comes back. She's like, can I top you boys off? Yeah, and uh, do you have any rooms available? Yeah, we got a few. Um, they're ten, um, she goes, they're 10, oh wait, no, we're not charging. They're free. We have um, free open right now. Uh, I'll need one then. Alright, cool, I'll get you a key then. She uh, says, and drinks? Hmm, more whiskey. Kind of put my hand on top of my still full cup. I'm fine, thank you. It looks at uh, yeah, Ajax. All right. I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. I'll be right back. Why do I get the feeling I'm not going to be able to take this armor off anytime soon? Such is an adventurer's life. Um, I didn't think I was an adventurer. Yes, I am now. And uh, Ajax, if you could do me the favor of uh, seeing Miss Philomene to her intended location. Yeah. Very good. I am currently sitting on the couch and it's okay. Well, um, um, Digi's experience is different. So, 
Yeah, I'm just saying when she goes back to the nobles. Oh yeah, no, no, totally. There. Yeah. Seeing if I can evoke a response out of Digital with my commentary. <laughs> if nothing else, maybe a Candace Flynn Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> So meanwhile, the other two have been through your experience, and now you're just kind of sitting there in the afterglow. Evade is, is confused. It's like, there's for some reason, like, I wasn't expecting that. There's a big fan, just whatever's nearby, just a fan. I'm going to lay down on the couch for a few. Are you okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, I should also I should also point out for Evane's benefit, you had intended to nibble and then stop and go, are you okay? And intend to nibble and stop and go, are you okay? The first bite when it hit, you were just boom. Mm-hmm. Yep, everything's fine. Philo oh. mm-hmm. Philo looks a little pale. Mm-hmm. Orange juice and cookies. That. <laughs> Let's see here. How much? Let, let me get my murder dice out here, and we'll see just how low you go. Okay, <laughs> service dog after this. <laughs> um, how many hit points do you have, Phyla? 110. You have 10. Okay. Oh! The good news jerk. is, the good news is, Evade, you don't need to eat for the rest of the moon cycle. You're good. Yeah, you you kind of overate, probably. Evade drinking the rivers dry. Philo's <laughs> still stomach. How finding a way to be turned on by it? Evane is wondering why that why why she didn't bring Darius with her to keep an eye on her, considering this is the first time she's ever done this. You're a grown woman; you can do it. I trust you. You gotta, you gotta learn. You gotta, you gotta learn to fly sometime. Yeah, what if I killed her? Oops. That would be a very important lesson then. <laughs> Go, vampire dad. What if we out in the woods with a shovel and a corpse? What did we learn? <laughs> I might need an escort down the fire room. Uh, we have already assigned one to you, ma'am. I'm saying this to Vane. I can't get up off the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you headed upstairs, Darius? Uh, I mean, are they taking an overly long time for a sip? Yes, they've not come back. Okay, I will. I will check on them real quick. Okay. Um, you open Evane, the door. Evane is freaking out. Evane is full of the glow of life, positively rosy. Um, but she is also like, good feelings, gone. Yeah, Evane, um, on the other hand, or uh, Philo. Philo is uh, making full use of the fainting couch. And uh, she looks like um, the children of the night. What sweet mm. music. My noble's gonna kill me. Yeah, he might be a little disappointed in you. Because you're not gonna be able to show up tonight. Uh, but you should go to bed. 
Also, Den, endurance roll. Sleep. Sleep is good. Show me the way to go home. Everybody! I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Negative one? Just or, the women no, now. What do you Natural mean negative one? one? Natural negative one, sorry. One. You botched? Yeah, so I roll again, right? Yes, for severity. Uh, three. If I'm going to die? Uh, so, six. If I'm... All right. Do you have any healing spells? Okay. So, um... 49. Uh, no, I I roll. Oh. I should have just read my spell. Um... So, uh, what do you what do you what do you do with Philo? Philo Philo's um, like uh, she she she's she's borderline having a train spotting moment right now. Like like pupils are like. What do we do? Um, go get some juice. And some she's biscuits. she's not gonna die or anything. She's safe. Uh, they legitimately think she is going to die. She thinks she's killed her. I want cuddles. Uh, pretty sure she's going to make it. Cuddles. Just uh, need some sugars and whatnot. So. Okay, she, she goes down, she gets the thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, for um, Lettering and Ajax's benefit, um, Evane shuffles downstairs rather quickly, acquires juice and a cookie, and then runs back upstairs, avoiding on contact with everybody. You think they're okay? I hope so. She moved a little quick. That was actually the fastest I've ever seen her move. So, I don't know. A lettering's going to think about it. Yell for one more whiskey, real quick. Okay. She she <laughs> she slings it over your way. Shoots it back and then chases after a vein while stumbling a little bit when he hits the stairs. Yeah, the same. Stairs. I'll follow Edirin while he gets up. Okay. Um, you guys follow back to Evane's room. Um, Evane, you return with the juice and a cookie. Then she stops in front of Philo as she helps her drink the juice first. Because hydration. Glucose! Dan, we can't hear you. That's a thing. And once she, once she has shown that she is able to drink the juice, she hands her the cookie. All right. Uh, Ajax and Lettering, you show up in time to see... Uh, um, Philo sitting there, uh, very mousily chewing on a, a cookie, and looking positively linen white. Jesus Christ! How much did you drink? <laughs> <laughs> if I may, worth it. No, it's not. Maybe not for you. First time's usually not as pleasant. 
Not expecting this when I ran up here. You're the color of those sheets if they weren't a little dirty. (laughs) (laughs) you change the sheets during the day? (laughs) No. No, the housekeeper staff walked in and she went, I am not paid enough for this. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, why is there dirt in your bed? Apparently I have to sleep with dirt in my bed. I was about to regret my decision to get a room at this place, but oh, never mind. Oh, yes, it's usually quite nice. Well, I was under the impression that housekeeping would come in here and change the sheets, and I apologized, but apparently they decided not to. Housekeepers oh. really have it the worst. I heard about they this do. one spot with a dead lizard one time. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I did stay in this crappy inn once like while I was off doing the, the shrine maiden thing with my brother and it wasn't it wasn't a room so much as or like it wasn't an inn so much as a collection of rooms with straw floors. We were picking fleas out of each other's hair for weeks. I've had worse accommodations. Is she gonna live? Do we oh. need, do, do we need to go get a healer or carry her to a healer? Just take me to my room. Yeah, she could she could just rest and she'll be fine. I don't want Blackstone to get all weird. Well, a lettering goes over me. and kind of stoops down and throws her arm over his shoulder and it's like, all right. <laughs> Yvain well, tries to do the same on the other side, but there's kind are, of no point to it because she's so much shorter. So she's literally just cut five of her shoulders. Yeah, pretty much. It's 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 fine. And when she's got her arm around his shoulder, he grabs the legs and just scoops her up. Uh, Where's her room? <laughs> downstairs. Wonderful. <sighs> okay. He makes Please his way drop me to smell like fire. I'm a blacksmith. <laughs> so he makes his way to her room. Kind of... <laughs> well, somebody grab the damn cookie. <laughs> if Faye takes the cookie and she, like, trails after them with the, the cookie. Philo's just gonna, like, whisper into Elle's ear really quick. You know, you might actually like it a lot more than you think. Especially from somebody experienced. With the way you look, Jesus Christ. I I almost died. It was worth it. I'm sorry. (laughs) If Anne has heightened senses, she can hear Yeah, she heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that. What's Ajax do? Ajax was just all shocked, but since Elderin's carrying um, Philo to her room, I guess I'm going to head off to my room to hit the old hay for the night. Good night, Ajax. Good night, Philo. Hopefully, thank God you survived that whole biting. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. We'll just say I'm really drunk. That was really good wine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You had wine, too, Evade. Congratulations. This is you why she's acting like something. 
secondhand alcohol. Yep. Just a glass of wine. Imagine if she tapped into Fuzzy. Although right. once it, once they get to Philo's room, what she's probably going to do is maybe write a little note and stick it on Philo's door for when Blackstone shows up. She's like, had too much wine, not feeling well. Please don't come in. It's embarrassing. Hmm. <laughs> Hope that works. Philo is in no everywhere. If Philo is in no state to know this has happened, or all right. And after that, the groups return to their starfish on the bed. Yep. Evane has found her a pair of pajamas, probably a spare set of her own. It is a very like pure white number. Yet also um, two hundred eighty years old. Probably. She is. She has put her in a nightdress and tucked her into bed, and her spare teddy bear is now in the bed next to her. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> I should be naked. We'll and I should Evane leave. Is putting you, Evane is putting you to bed. You're getting a nightdress. <laughs> More uh, clothes than usual. Uh. <laughs> All right. The groups go their respective ways afterwards for bed, and that is where we will call it this evening. Thank you to everybody for turning in for tonight's terribly amusing train wreck. Um, We will uh, see you next time when more insanity develops. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time. Good night, Internet. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.